and welcome to another episode of Prospects After Dark. I am your host, I am uh, Kyle Reese for uh, Birds on the Black for Prospects After Dark. Welcome family, welcome to the last episode of Prospects After Dark before we get to the one year anniversary of Prospects After Dark. It was about this time last year that the lovely and talented Cardinals Gifts was pushing, I'm sorry guys, yeah, sorry I'm running late. Uh, so anyways, yes, next Monday technically is the one-year anniversary of Prospects After Dark. We'll probably move that to next Sunday, but that's where we're at right now. That's where we're getting at. Uh, look, I know how this is going to start. Uh, it's going to be a lot of people talking about Nelly, which is our life now. And holy cow, is that how depressing it is to be a St. Louis Cardinal fan? Uh, uh, I believe this is a USPS parody account. Hello, yes, I'm here to speculate nonstop from Patrick B., yeah, buddy, look, that's all we have at this point is speculation, right? Unless we want to talk about Chris Beck, which I'm going to be short on information on. Uh, Kyle should sing some Nelly. We're not there yet. One step at a time. You can't push this stuff, Derek. One step at a time. Uh, hey, Nicole, you still crazy. One of the finest moments. Uh, how about this? Uh, for those of you who have been with Pat since the beginning, and Pat's become a movement, as you know, uh, why don't you go ahead and tell us some of your favorite moments of the last year of Prospects After Dark. We'll, we'll get more into Hey, freaking cards. Uh, we'll get more into that here next week. Uh, but, uh, yeah, yeah, that's what we're getting at. Uh, I would be way more, from uh, Toon Dog, I would be ma- way more excited about Nelly recruiting if this was 10 years ago. Yeah, you wouldn't be able to say no to Nelly. As a matter of fact, maybe that's one of the issues with St. Louis is that their hip-hop scene is really taking a step back. Seems to me like that would be a really big draw for Bryce Harper. Uh, Ramon Urias and Urias and Nelly recruiting Harper. I didn't see Ramon Urias uh, recruiting. That's interesting. Nelly is greater than Mo. Boy, this is going to be a weird night. Uh, so pumped for the winter meetings from Jobu07. Me too. For those of you who don't know, starting uh, a week from tonight, right? Starting the 9th to the 13th of December, we're going to have the winter meetings. I still think there's going to be some movement this coming week, maybe some minor movement. Uh, we already had one trade between the M's and the Mets. That's really interesting, maybe worth talking about. Uh, but I would expect that in the next week, we have a pretty uh, exciting week leading up into the winter meetings. Uh, let's see. Austin Sexton is the best. There you go. Uh, oh, hey, Victoria. How are you? Uh, Nelly for third assistant GM. You know, I don't get why that's a thing. Like, for those of you who don't know, a lot of clubs have multiple assistant GMs. Uh, not just two. Some have four or five. It just all depends on what's needed. Uh, to only have two, if anything, like the Cardinals are kind of operating from behind. Did you see the report that Harper does not want to play in Philly? I did not. But I wouldn't trust any reports at this point. Uh, the draft episode has been my favorite. Mine, too. I sold Nelly's 12 gold gym memberships in 2004 on Dorset Road. Yeah, that dude was gymming it up. Uh, what do you think of the Mets and Mariners deal? So from uh, Javi Noela. Hello, Javi. How are you? I'm not one of these people who thinks that it's lopsided in either direction. I think it's just a, a good trade. Yes, I do think that to a degree, the the M sold a little light on Edwin Diaz. Uh, I kind of appreciate that because I, I think that it helps set the, the, the trade market for relief pitchers too. And the Cardinals need a left-handed reliever, and I think that they might go into the trade route for that. Uh, but uh, to me, it's just a nice, honest, even trade that if you want to think more into, yes, it would have been nice for them to get more for Edwin Diaz, but they saved money. They got th- two really great prospects and Dunn and Kalenic. Uh, uh, don't underestimate how good those two are for Edwin Diaz. And then uh, Bautista, who, like, a good, throws in the mid-90s, can dial it up to the high 90s, has a really good slider. Uh, you know, I, I, it's a good move for both teams. It fits both of their needs. Uh, my favorite was when you destroyed Mark Saxon. I didn't destroy Mark Saxon. I just said, you know, uh, uh, dirty, dirty we hop to what's hip for Murphy Lee. If I were the Mariners, I would have asked for McNeil and kept him in the deal. 
I don't know how I feel about that. Look, so here's my thing about that. McNeil is a high-contact player who made a really great Major League debut for the Mets last year. But up until last year, he wasn't on any prospect radar. I like from their standpoint, especially with as many second basemen as they still like. They still have uh, uh, D. Gordon, who will not be out in the outfield. Until you trade D. Gordon, like you don't need a second baseman. Get the best players in that deal. And if, you, if it ended up getting more money, more financial relief, I get why the M's did it. Uh, how about Nelly? Somebody says, yeah, yeah, Nelly's going to be a name I say a lot tonight, isn't it? You know, this is what I'll say. As someone who is from the Lou and proud about it, uh, just like Nelly, I'm happy that we have a uh, a media, or not a media member, but a celebrity that's that's lobbying when the minute they see Bryce Harper. It'd be nice to see uh, uh, Andy Cohen and uh, uh, old Don Draper himself getting after it. The people have spoken, Kyle, from Hooks Bear. Uh, I'd hate to hear what they have to say. Segura is gone next, right? Yeah, that's the rumor on the street. Uh, rumor is Phillies are onto it. Who is the most untouchable Cardinal? Yadier Molina. That's not even a question. Or, uh, let's see, Nelly is the great ambassador. That's right, the great entertainer. My favorite part of PAD was becoming a part of the resistance. Yeah, uh, for those of you who don't know, we have this little sign-off thing that we do. Uh, and uh, we, it's part of the resistance. That's how we do it. Jack Flaherty, I'd say, yeah. But here's the thing is, you know, I, I do think more than likely, like, look, Jack Flaherty's probably untouchable. Uh, Yachty, Wayno. Uh, those three guys are probably close, but I do think that they consider training Flaherty in like the right deal. I don't know what the right deal is. I don't even have like an idea of it, but there's just no way they would ever trade Yadier Molina. If we sign Harper, you have to rap a Nelly song on pad. Uh, there's a good chance that by the end of this night, I will be rapping Nelly. Uh, we're not quite there yet. Uh, I, so for those of you who don't know, uh, my job, my full-time job, I, get, can, get, I can get called into work uh, once every couple weeks. Uh, once every like two months, and tonight I'm on call. I've been on call all week, so I've been sober. Uh, I can have one drink that's not going to get me hammered. I'm a big boy, so tonight we're drinking Bullet Bourbon to uh, to Mr. Nelly and Country Grammar. Yeah, no shit. Sterling K. Brown, man. Uh, Sterling K. Brown would be the one that I would send. Do you think we trade John Gant? I don't know where I stand on John Gant. Like, I think that he has a market. I don't think it's going to be a robust market. I think the Cardinals would do well to hold on to as much starting pitching as possible uh, between what they water, what they might be hoping for with Reyes, with Waka, with Wayno. Like I'm not one of these people who thinks that they have much in the way of a surplus of pitching. They didn't really have it last year. They needed every pitcher that they could get. I think they're going to need that again entering 2019. And I do think that there are reserves waiting. You know, Connor Jones is going to be a bullpen piece. Uh, Genesis Cabrera might be a starter. Ryan Helsley, if he's healthy like he looks like, could be either or. Uh, but still, they're going to need all those guys in addition to the guys that they used last year because that's just what they need. They needed it last year, and it wasn't enough. They need addition. They don't need subtraction there. Uh, uh, hey, greetings, Padsters. Hello there. Uh, what are uh, what are mixing with that bourbon? Nothing. You don't mix anything with the bourbon. How dare you? Does Harper make a decision by Christmas? I'll say... I'll say yes by Christmas, but he won't make it out of the winter meetings. Uh, I'm late, so this may have been said, but big shout-out to Nelly. Yeah, we took our first sip to Nelly. We'll take our second one, too. Who would uh, who would I send for Goldie? I wouldn't send anyone. Uh, look, so here's the other thing that we as Cardinal fans probably need to come to terms with. Uh, it's going to be Paul Goldschmidt or bust, right? So we're all having fun with uh, with Bryce Harper. But what, what you should have noticed in these last two weeks is that local media members, while they're they're still acknowledging that Bryce Harper is the number one target of the St. Louis Cardinals, they're also starting to say it's not going to be Harper. 
And more than likely, that just goes to tell you that the Cardinals are probably priced out of Bryce Harper. So the only way that they can upgrade that's left is either Manny Machado or Paul Goldschmidt. Otherwise, it's just a lot of small, little, incremental potential upgrades that aren't guaranteed upgrades, like Brantley and Moustakis, which don't do anything for me. So it's either Goldschmidt or Bust, and I think that's something that we need to come to terms with. I don't necessarily believe that it's the best move for the St. Louis Cardinals. The best move to me is to sign Josh Donaldson to a one-year, $25 million contract and then figure it out after the end of the year. Uh, but they they... Screwed the pooch on that. They wasted an opportunity because they were afraid of only having a guy for 60 games. Uh, I wasn't. I think that they have the reserves, and I think that they really missed a great opportunity to not be locked in on a player uh, like they might otherwise be. Uh, who would I trade for Goldschmidt if he's available, uh, which he is available, and if, if I had to have him as an upgrade? I, not a lot, honestly. Like, yeah, sure, he's a perennial MVP candidate, but you're, you're moving your MVP candidate from first to third where he is a, a, a downgrade. And I, I would give up John Gant. I, I don't know what I'd give up. I don't know what I'd give up because I don't like the move at all. Uh, are you fighting Wilder again soon? I don't know what that. Oh yeah, that's uh, uh, that Fury guy. Uh, Cards Dream Team recruiting Andy Nelly, John Ham, Jenna Fisher. Yeah. Uh, for my brother, how about a Cano style deal, Segura and Seeger for DeYoung? Yeah, that's a terrible move. Uh, gifts, how we doing? Uh, yes on Donaldson, good stuff. Uh, so right now you think Goldie is more likely than Harper? Yeah, absolutely. Look, what do we know about the Cardinals, right? The one thing about Paul Goldschmidt is he's going to cost prospects, but he only makes $14.5 million next year, which makes him cheap. Uh, and we know the Cardinals like cheap talent, and we know that the Cardinals don't want to pay money because that's just not something they do because they're fucking cowards. To Mr. J uh, uh, Jason Hicks, we raise our glass the godfather of prospects after dark to you. So the Seager for, uh, follower thing is really interesting, right? Uh, something similar to the holiday deal for Goldie? Uh, no, because even then, like, you're talking about Brett Wallace, who didn't turn out to be anything, but was the Cardinals' best prospect at the time for a half a season of Matt Holiday. I wouldn't even, I, I would not give up. Uh, look, the Cardinals' best hitting prospect at this point is Alaris Montero. Other than Nolan Gorman, they're not going to trade Gorman. I wouldn't trade Alaris Montero, Aliras Montero in a deal. For Paul Goldschmidt. For one year of Paul Goldschmidt. It's bad business. It's stupid. It doesn't help your team in the long run. It's a short-sighted, dumb, dumb move. I might think about trading Tyler O'Neill, but even then, like, if it's Tyler O'Neill for Paul Goldschmidt, straight up you do it. But if you got to start adding additional parts, it's a stupid waste of resources. Uh, it's, it's just bad right now. Honestly, the, the Cardinals, if they're not willing to spend for someone like Bryce Harper uh, or for the one year of Josh Donaldson, then they've backed themselves into a corner where they're only going to get incrementally better at, and sacrifice at some other positions. Brantley will be better than Donaldson. Boom. He might be, but he won't be on the Cardinals. Uh, yeah, fly the L. We raise our glass. Uh, how did Kelly fuck up exactly your evidence is small sample size that was spread out over sporadic playing time? Hold on. Let me, get, let me respond to this idiot. Preaching to choir. Eh, fuck him, I don't care. Uh, stop saying Michael Brantley, yeah. Hey, PQ Train, how are you, buddy? Uh, fair enough, drink to me. Yeah, Jim Fleming, to you. Derek asked, uh, 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 Randy Flores promoted to assistant GM. Yeah, but he's still going to be doing the role that he was doing. It's just in name only, and it's a, probably a pay raise, and it's probably to keep him from other teams. Uh, if the Cardinals sign Harper, will you shave your beard? Absolutely not. Uh, am I crazy for not wanting Moustakis? No, you're actually smart. You're one of the sane ones. Anybody who tells you Mike Moustakis is an upgrade is a moron. Kyle is fiery tonight. Yeah, Hex, I'm a little fiery. I'm tired of people. Great job on the position, Kyle. Thank you very much. Uh, so for those of you who don't know, over the last week at Birds on the Black, I did my little write-up of... Uh, uh, the Cardinals' position rankings organizationally started starting pitchers, relief pitchers, outfielders, catchers, first base, second base, third base, 
shortstops. Uh, check it out at Birds on the Black. It took a lot of work. It was exhausting. I uh, did a bunch of... Jed Lowry is better than Moose. Um, it might be equal, but it's not like so much of a tangible difference. Uh, Shelby Miller to a minor league deal? Yeah, I love it. Look, I, I think the Cardinals would be smart to take a chance on a lot of the guys... Uh, who were non-tendered. Uh, if Shelby Miller, if you can get him to a minor league deal, because you just never know with a player like that. Some team might sign him to some incentive-laden major, major league contract. But yeah, I would very much be about bringing Shelby Miller back. Like, Luis Avalon is a guy that I'd be interested for the Cardinals to bring in. A left-handed... Hold on, I got the stupid pen. A left-handed reliever. Like, that'd be interesting. He's kind of an interesting guy. Blake Parker is an interesting guy. Like, there were some names that were really interesting. Uh, and I think that the Cardinals would do well to, uh, to look into him. Moose is a marginal upgrade over Jed. He's a left-handed upgrade over Jed. But otherwise, it's null and void. Uh, Fowler and Kisner for Seeger. So let me tell you where I'm at with this Seeger and Fowler thing. Now, when we were talking about this initially, when Viva Alberto's proposed this trade, this Seeger for Fowler thing that's kind of stuck in our, our minds, and now that the M's are going sell-off, uh, we're talking about it more now. At first, I thought, all right, look. Seeger is a better player than Fowler, so you would have to incorporate a prospect or two in order to get rid of Fowler for, Cor uh, for Kyle Seeger. But look at that deal like rationally, right? You have to pay, you would, <laughs> you're paying more for Kyle Seeger, who you could argue, other than last year, was less effective than Dexter Fowler in the more recent past. Uh, you could say that he's more expensive and that he, you have to hold on to him for a longer time. I'll be honest. I don't even know if I would flop them one for one. Uh, look, the most important thing to me is spending as little money as possible on one of those two guys because they're both underachievers and getting out of that contract as soon as possible. And what people don't realize about the Kyle Seeger contract is that if you trade for him his last year, that 2021 or 2020, 2022 season, it becomes a player option. It's not a team option. And if you think that that guy is going to walk away from $15 million in that 2022 year, uh, you're out of your mind. It's a bad deal. Trading for Kyle Seeger is a bad deal. And it's, it's just one of those things that you do because you think that you're addressing a need. And it, it's not addressing a need. It's replacing one weakness with another weakness. Uh, let's see. Yeah, somebody, ooh, that's a really good point. Somebody said Kyle Seeger is this offseason's Evan Longoria. I like that. Your thoughts on Mets trading, uh, two top five players for Cano Diaz? Too much, right? From Ben Mazzara. Now, Ben, my thought about that is that it's an equal trade. Like, look, it's all about money. And Edwin Diaz is, is the premier closer in baseball right now. So you have to give up a pretty high deal and uh, a high amount of, like, talent for that. And also, Robinson Cano is still performing. And the relief pitcher, that Batista, is a pretty good pitcher, too. Uh, look, I, to me, that trade is equal. It's even. I get why Mets fans might hate it from their end. I get why Mariners fans might hate it from their end. Uh, but to me, it just seems like a really smart baseball move for both sides. Uh, I do think, and I do, I do think, and everyone's really high on Dunn right now. He's a good pitcher. I saw a bunch of people say he's better than Justice Sheffield. He's not better than Justice Sheffield. That's just... Keep in mind, Sheffield was where Dunn was at like two years ago, and everybody was saying Justice Sheffield is better than name the prospect. You know what I mean? Like, uh, he's better than Jack Flaherty. That, just to bring it up, like, because Sheffield has reached the higher levels, he's closer to the majors, we say, oh, this, the guy who's further away isn't going to, is going to be better than that guy. He probably won't. All signs point to it not beating that way. Uh, it's just a really good move, but I do think that Kalenic might end up, uh, being like a player. He, he reminds me, a lot of Michael Conforto, honestly. Uh, just kind of throw it out there. Xavier Cedeno could be nice, low-risk move from Forever Cards. I don't give a shit about Xavier Cedeno. He could be, but I'd rather have Luis Avalon in that role. And if you're going to talk about a nice, low-risk move, uh, let's talk about Yang Gervis. 
Solarte as a 250-300 bat lefty off the bench. Uh, probably wouldn't cost you any more than $3 million for a year. Maybe you have to go 2-6. But if you're not going to upgrade the left side of the infield, then that's the kind of guy that you spend like a small amount of money over one or two years at most to supplement the left side of the infield, uh, that third base, uh, with, with Jerko and Gyro. Uh, hey, what's up, Maggie? How are you? Machado fixes a lot of our problems, and we are not even interested. That's what it seems like, Death March. But, you know, one thing the Cardinals, and, and I, I was just recently reminded of this, one thing that the Cardinals are always really good at is keeping their interest quiet. And the fact that we haven't heard anything about Manny Machado might be uh, a sign. I, I think that's probably just us thinking too much into it. But uh, I, I could be wrong. Oh, uh, Drake Mann asked a couple minutes ago, would you take a flyer on Gengervis Solarte? And I absolutely would. Uh, thoughts on tendering Shreve? I didn't realize that there was a ch like people thought that that wasn't going to happen. I mean, you're talking about what, like a million and a half for a lefty when the Cardinals need as many lefties as possible out of the bullpen? Look, Shreve hasn't a problem letting up home runs, but other than that, he's effective, and that's a big other than that. Uh, but he's an interesting player nonetheless at a position the Cardinals are weak at. Uh, it made sense to me to, to do it. Uh, what contract would you give Machado if you were the cards? Uh, I would have to test the market, right? My hope would be that the, the market is so light on Manny Machado that you wouldn't have to give him 10. You might be able to give him seven years. Uh, and, you know, whatever seven times 30 is, 210 mil, 240 mil maybe. Uh, get, get clever. Let him have an opt-out after three years. Give him a chance to prove himself. Something like that, have lo loaded heavy. It'd be similar. My, look, my thing with, with Machado would be, uh, look, I'd be willing to give Harper 10 years. With Machado, I'd try my hardest to go no more than seven and give him a couple opt-outs there. I would give Machado 10, 300. I would not. Uh, I absolutely cannot wait for the offseason to be over. Uh, yeah, I like the offseason. Shreve is the best left-handed pitcher out of the pen the cards have by far. Yeah, I think, look, I, that's the issue, right? Out of the pen by far, look, they're all in the same crop of lackluster talent, you know? Uh, Shelby Miller, not that he's a free agent, he's a must, now that he's a free agent, he's a must pick up in my, uh, in my opinion, from Miller Time 23. Phenomenal bullpen guy. Look, we talked about that earlier. If you can get Shelby Miller on a minor league contract, you do it. Uh, even if you get him on like a Adam Wainwright type major league contract, you do it if he's healthy, but I don't know, uh, what his health is. Uh, let's see, Gary Bennett for backup catcher for Maggie Lads. I'm all on board for that. Uh, go after Joe Kelly. Nope, that's a waste of time and money. Will Mo go bold or go Colombian gold? Colombian gold. Uh, I love Harper, but I still love Manny more despite the whole Johnny Hustle thing. Uh, look, to me, I, I just want the Cardinals to get better. I, that's all I care about. At, at this point, that's all I care about. That's all any of us should care about, right? Like, I bitch and bitch and bitch about Paul Goldschmidt coming in because it makes the left side of the infield a substantially worse moving Carpenter to third. Uh, but you know what? Goldschmidt makes the team better. How much better? I mean, you might be talking about an 88-win team turning into a 90-win team, maybe, if the pitching holds up. Uh, but will the pitching hold up? I don't know. You know, they burned through 13 guys last year or 11 guys in the starting rotation, and they still fell apart in September. Uh, they probably could use some reserve. Uh, and trading away those guys aren't going to help. Uh, please don't trade CMart, please, 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 from Hex. To my brother Michael, who brought up this point. Uh, so here's the thing about trading Carlos Martinez that people don't think about. Sure, he might pose with pictures in front of cars. Who cares? Get over yourselves, man. If you're worried about that, then you have serious problems. And I don't mean like mental problems. I mean possessive problems that you need to work through. Uh, you should be embarrassed by yourself by worrying about what athletes are posting, whether it be in front of cars or in the gym. Like, just get over yourselves. Uh, grow the fuck up. But what I'm getting at with that is C-Mart next year. It, 
look past this year, right? Next year, you have Jack Flaherty and you have Seamart in the starting rotation. And then what? You have Domber, Hudson, Gant, if you don't trade those, Weaver, uh, Helsley, Genesis. Uh, like, you have a bunch of guys who aren't of that level. So if you trade Seamart this year and you don't re-sign Miles Michaelis, then all you're going into next year with is, uh, even if you trade for Noah Syndergaard, like, it, trade Seamart for Noah Syndergaard, you're still in the same boat. And I don't make that trade anyways because everyone talks about the durability issue of Seamart and they don't look at the numbers and see that he started 30 games three of the last four years. And last year, he missed a chunk of the season, but he was really good as a starter and he was really good as the, the lockdown guy and the bullpen and the closer uh, when he was healthy. I think Cardinal fans are out of their damn minds right now. Should we pursue any high-end starting pitchers or stick with what we have? Uh, I, look, I like the idea of pursuing a pitcher. I think that they might need it, but I think more importantly, step one for me would be locking up Miles Michaelis for a couple years. The, the, uh, the rotation would be so much fun if everybody's healthy. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Would you like to see any changes with service time free agency years with the coming CBA? Yeah, I would, but I don't have any like definitive, well thought out feelings about it. So I'll reserve like saying exactly what they are. One thing that I've been pretty vocal about is I think that maybe the years of control at the major league level needs to change. Uh, the, uh, uh, the arbitration system might need to change. Uh, and one thing that I am very, very passionate about is finding a way to pay the minor leaguers because the minor leaguers get hosed financially and it's a shame and the fact that it's i mean it's it, let me rephrase this it was criminal and then major league baseball owners lobbied to suppress the pay now minor league players aren't even they're exempt from even making a minimum wage think about that they're they work 10 to 12 hour days uh to hone their craft they don't get paid in the winter time when they're not playing and uh, they, they're not even entitled to minimum wage like everyone else. So to me, that's the most important thing. It won't matter until uh, everyone makes a big deal out of it, though. Already know the answer, but thoughts uh, on kicking the tires on a potential over-the-hill mad bum? It depends on the cost. Uh, it, that's uh, that's really all. Uh, f who, who has a stuff from Corn Lungus? Colonel Langus. Colonel Langus. Uh, when do the Cubs sign Hunt? Uh, uh, Harper or now? Do you think Ozuna is with us? Uh, in 2020, I don't care. I think if he's healthy, the Cardinals might spend on him. But if he can't throw the baseball even after the surgery, then we're all in trouble. Ponce de Leon and Kelly for Goldschmidt, I don't think that that gets it done. I think some team would offer more than that. I Like, if, if that's the offer, then I'd, I'd do it. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, there was something. In, oh, Mad Madison Bumgarner. So here's my thought about Madison Bumgarner. It's the same thing with Goldschmidt. Look, if he doesn't cost you too much, I'm fine with the one-year investment. But, you know... Uh, I wouldn't bring Goldschmidt and Bumgartner, and I think that's a makings for a disaster. Drinking uh, shit, Kyle. Uh, yeah, so I'm drinking Bullet. Tonight we have Bullet, and um, I'm almost out. This has been sitting there like that for the last week or so. To Bryce Harper. A card should try to extend Ozuna now after a down year, in my opinion. So... I think that's a good idea, Quinn, but look at it from Ozuna's perspective, right, and his agent's perspective. Do you think that he's a guy who would want to try to sign a contract right now? Absolutely not, because his value is low, right? It's as low as it's probably been in two years. He's going to have the surgery, and he's going to hope to, uh, to to capitalize on a good season next year. Uh, I would imagine that he's not open for business right now. What do you think the Cardinals do without Harper, Machado, or Golding? Uh, I think they do exactly what we've all been talking about. They do something stupid and they try to sell it to us like it's a big upgrade. And hopefully none of us bite on it because it's not. Because they will have failed to miss. Look, I, again, they're not going to trade for Arenado because Colorado isn't going to trade Arenado uh, until midway through the season if they're out of it. 
Uh, it's look, the Cardinals are in bad shape if they like they're not in bad shape. They're still an 86 to 88 win team, so that's whatever. Uh, but I would think at that point they try to get clever in the bullpen. They try to sell it to you like a Zach Britton's a big upgrade. Uh, they try to sell it to you like Mike Mustakis is a big upgrade. Uh, and, and then try to drop clever words like this gives them financial flexibility, uh, and never really capitalize on it like we are at this point right now. Look, there's something you need to know about me is I'm a big John Mazzella guy. I love the St. Louis Cardinals, uh, but right now I'm frustrated. I'm frustrated by what we saw out of Josh Donaldson going to Atlanta, and I don't care at all that he had uh, connections there. I think that, uh, it's a bad move by the St. Louis Cardinals to let that, let that, let him go for one year? That's so stupid, man. It, it, not bucking up the cash, whether it be $2 million extra or $3 million extra, go up to $26 million. To fill the need that you have and then adjust from there is an absolute failure, especially on the one-year timeline. Uh, don't let anyone tell you otherwise. And again, 60 games, whatever. You still, if the guy... If you sign the guy, he still has to go through medicals. He still has to go through trainers. You can still put him through the rigmarole to make him pass a physical before you sign him. And the Cardinals didn't do any of that. They were worried about only paying for 60, 20 whatever million dollars for 60 games. And that's the fear assessment that the Cardinals live in all the time. Uh, I just want improvement from intern Maddie, our good friend intern Maddie. Yes, uh, me too. That's it. That's it. Uh, preach on uh, rigmarole. Yeah, see, I'm I'm a, I am a little fiery tonight. Again, this is what happens when I don't drink a lot during the week. Uh, this is me completely. Travis Mack said, "Hey, buddy, about eight minutes ago. Hey, Travis Mack. Uh, Belliard is the biggest upgrade available. Looks like we're talking about Ronnie Belliard. I wish the Rockies sucked. Me too. Rockies would be a fun team to trade with. Although the Cardinals have never had any success trading with them. Uh, scared money never wins from Eric B. It's a combination, right? Because like." Here's why the Donaldson thing doesn't make any sense at all. Uh, and why the Cardinals passing on him doesn't make any sense. I get the health concern. It's whatever. Like I said, bring him in for medicals, and if he doesn't pass and you don't sign a big deal. But he's on the small timeline. It's, it's an, there's no risk in taking a one year risk on him. It, sure, it's $20 million. That's a big, $26 million, $25, $30 million. That is a big risk, but it doesn't handicap the Cardinals' ability to address other needs in the least, and it's only for one year. Uh, that's a big miss. It's a big miss. And for what, like, that's a discounted rate for a player of his caliber. And then you also have a chance to capitalize on him next year. You offer him a qualifying offer, and if he doesn't take it, then you get prospects. Uh, or he's not very good, and he takes it at a reduced price. Either way, or you don't offer him anything, and he walks. It was the perfect situation, and the Cardinals bungled it, and they bungled it bad. And the only way it's excusable is if they bring in Machado or Harper along with Goldschmidt. Uh, at least in my opinion. And I, I, like I said, I was going to say a little mon a couple minutes ago, I'm a big John Mazzalek guy. I'm not one of these people that throws him underneath the bus. I'm a big Bill DeWitt guy. I don't talk about the wallet. That's kid shit. Uh, but we're beyond that point with the St. Louis Cardinals. Like, they need more than just an incremental upgrade. We've done this incremental upgrade bullshit for years now. And fans need to start getting fired up about it. And fans are fired up about it. Uh, but I'm starting to get fired up about it, and I'm a pretty level-headed person, honestly, when it comes to matters like this, because I do understand what it's like to not want to pay money uh, for assets that you might have to bury later. So that's why, again, I understand the apprehension with giving Bryce Harper 10 years, Machado 10 years. I get it. Even at age 26, I understand that, definitely. Uh, but if you're talking about one year of an MVP, two years removed, three years, three seasons removed, then you're fooling yourself. You're lying to yourself and you're lying to your fan base about your intent to get better. Uh, and also, especially when you've talked about uh, not wanting to invest long-term and you just passed up on an opportunity for an like the perfect deal. It's a one-year deal. A one-year deal. Ah, oh, God, I'm frustrated by it. And, you know, and then, like I said, sure, plan B is more than likely. Look, 
I don't have any faith right now because I'm a bitter, sad fan uh, who's embarrassed by himself. I don't have any faith at all that it's going to be Harper or Machado. So that means the Cardinals are all in on Goldschmidt. And again, even if you don't have to give up left Paul Goldschmidt, it compromises your team in the long run because you're putting an, a guy with a compromised arm on the left side of the infield. Kyle should go a week without drinking once a month, and we'll have sober Kyle Pat episodes. I don't want to do it because right now I feel like fucking breaking something. Uh, yeah, yeah. Merry Christmas. Shitter's full to Jay Ferg. No more coffee, buddy, from Eric Thomas. No coffee for me, man. No coffee, just water. I've been hammering water, and this is what the sober life looks like, and I don't understand why anyone uh, uh, would ever be sober. Uh, I'm still going for them bobbles. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Uh, but it means no J-Mart at first base, man. Yeah, that's a lot of fun, right? Uh, my God, I love Sober Pad. I don't. I don't like Sober Pad at all. Uh, to being drunk. Who is someone that you see us going after... That isn't on the radar. You know, I, I, I don't know. Like, I think that there's, uh, I don't know. Here's the thing is just looking at the landscape, there's a chance that the White Sox end up buying. So someone like Jose Abreu, who might not necessarily be on the radar, isn't as up for sale as a lot of people think he might be. Uh, I don't think because, look, so here's the, here's the deal with the landscape of Major League Baseball, right? You have the teams that are selling, uh, that are tanking and are getting better. And trying to do it that way, or the teams that are competing. There's no middle ground there. So there aren't teams that are looking to, like, jockey funds. Uh, other than the M's, who are doing whatever the hell the M's are doing, and those players are already on our radar, like Hanniger and Segura, uh, or, or the Diamondbacks, who were supposed to be selling, but no one really knows what the hell is going on there either. Um, so... It, like, somebody who's not on our radar, I don't think necessarily exists right now. And, and I know that that's a weird thing to say. I just don't think that that's the landscape in Major League Baseball right now. There would have to be another team that would be thinking about selling. Uh, Conforto's an interesting guy, but they just moved Jay Bruce. So I, I doubt that that happens. Uh, you know, it, it wouldn't make sense for the Mets to trade him at this point anyways either. Does Edmundo Sosa have decent playing time in St. Louis this year? I uh, 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 I would not think so. You know, right now you would think that the utility role is Gyro Munoz and uh, somebody who hits left-handed who isn't in the organization yet. Why is J-Mart's value supposedly so low in trades, uh, cheap and can hit? Well, look at it this way, right? Look at how the landscape has changed for the J-Mart type of player. Yes, he gets on base, and yes, he hits the ball hard. Uh, but what did we see in the last couple of years? And granted, it's Tampa Bay, so uh, it comes with the caveat, but Kron. You know, like, that type of guy doesn't have the market that they used to have. You have to be able to, and the, the one thing that will save Jay Mart is he can get on base a little bit, but he doesn't play a very good outfield. He's a terrible first baseman, uh, which, by the way, let's all take from this with Jay Mart. The next time we say, oh, anybody can play first base, well, not everyone can play first base. It's a lot more difficult than it seems. More than likely, your best bet is to bury somebody in a corner outfield. If they've got a good enough arm, you put them in right. Uh, but, like... Why is this? Because he, I mean, he's also 30, and he's had two major knee surgeries. One that when he was in his early 20s, no one knew that if he was going to be able to come back from. Look, he, he's a perfect example of what the Cardinals do better than any other team, and that's they, they have players that only have value to them, or their value to the St. Louis Cardinals is higher to the St. Louis Cardinals than it would be to any other organization. The Cardinals do it better than anyone. Uh, I would suggest that Harrison Bader is one of those players, although I think that there's a chance that Harrison Bader right now at this very moment, although this might be fleeting a year from now, uh, has more value throughout the league. Uh, playing for space is easy. Uh, Brad Pitt told me so. That's right. If there's one thing we learned from uh, 
an Oscar-nominated movie. It's that anyone can play first base. Is this live from St. Louis? Yes, it is. I live in the Central West End, uh, 5079 Waterman Apartment, in, uh, 309, Kyle, you've got me fired up, too. I'm tired of mediocrity. Well, so that's the other thing. is like you want to call what the Cardinals did the last three years mediocrity, and you're wrong about that. It's above average. It's not mediocrity. They won 86 games. They won 88 games. There are a lot of teams in baseball that don't win that many games. It's it's above average with the hope of being it, no it's let me rephrase that it's good hoping for great uh but never below average it was la- like it was la- in 2017 the way that that season ended the cardinals should kind of be ashamed of that and the fact that you know but that's like the other thing right we talk about last off season and i've seen a lot of people talk about like mo sitting on his hands last off season but when you when you go back and you look at what what they did last off season ozuna michaelis 4 to 5 bullpen options they tried to address it and they tried to address it smart and they did address it smart and what did it get them it got them what like two additional wins Uh, it goes to show you how difficult it is if you don't have good pitching if everything doesn't go exactly right and what the cardinals do now is they hope that everything goes exactly right and hope that if it doesn't go right they can replace it with an internal option and that has not worked it will not work in the future either and they're still operating on the same business model that got them into the playoffs uh, with 80 mid-80s wins while all of the National League Central was faltering. And uh, they haven't adjusted it with everyone in the Central trying to be good. And don't think for one second that the Reds aren't going to add cash. They're going to add cash. I'm not going to say they're good. They're still going to be the worst team in the NL Central. Uh, and, and don't be surprised if Pittsburgh does some retooling too. It's a very competitive division, and the Cardinals haven't adjusted to the fact that uh, they were successful when the division wasn't wasn't competitive. And they haven't been successful uh since it's become competitive because they haven't adjusted their model. Doing podcasts every day. Uh, sign Addison Russell and Osuna and watch this city burn from Maggie Ladd. Yeah, I'd be the first one to set that fucking stadium on fire, too, uh, if, I might say, if I might say so. To poor women who are abused by fucking cowardice men. I love Carpenter, but feel like we could get a great return. I do not look at the same issue with Matt Carpenter, right? So in my mind, uh, Matt Carpenter is, uh, let me, let me do it this way, right? If you're operating from another organization's perspective, when you look at Matt Carpenter, what do you see? You see a very patient hitter who has been on the decline for two years. You'll see a WRC, uh, an OPS plus of like 103 last year, even though he was great and amazing for two months. Uh, you'll see a guy who, sure, the advanced, met- the advanced metrics that are available to us, Tell us that he is an okay first baseman and an okay third baseman. But you'll see a guy who can't make the throw very hard from third to first. Uh, you'll see a guy who profiles better in the middle of the lineup that has to hit leadoff. Uh, and a guy who has one more year at a, a reasonable rate before his $18.5 million contract vests are is potentially picked up the next year. So could he? I think you're talking about a modest return for Matt Carpenter. Uh, uh, again, just like we talked about with J-Mart, just like we talked about with a lot of these guys, a player who has more value to the St. Louis Cardinals than they would to any other organization. And, and plus, the other thing about Matt Carpenter is Mr. DeWitt loves himself some legacy players, some organizational players, guys who spend their entire career in the St. Louis Cardinal organization. And I'd be willing to bet that we're talking, uh, uh, that we're talking about this very similarly uh, to Adam Wainwright n- last year. Like, n- not necessarily where Carpenter is as bad as Wainwright was in 2018, uh, but where maybe Matt Carpenter isn't the hitter that he was in 2018 at the end of 2019, but the Cardinals still picking up his option because of Mr. DeWitt. 
If Leon and Sheriff stayed healthy, the Cards would have made the playoffs. Maybe. No telling. Uh, should we wait for Chris Davis? Absolutely not. They have Chris Davis. His name's Tyler O'Neill. Sunny Gray by low. That's something I'm very much on board for. Pat is so angry tonight. It's therapeutic. That's right. Yell at yourself. I, I love nothing more than legacy players, so I'm in the same boat as DeWitt. I could give a shit about it at all. You need to get over those emotions. Uh, would they trade Carpenter in a Goldie deal? Absolutely not. Uh, I wouldn't think so. My brother Michael says, Manchild is deep in everything. That's right. Uh, Kyle Reese for third base. Uh, I'm left-handed, and the last time I tried playing catch, it was uh, it was bad. How long did I miss? Uh, we are 20-something minutes in, is my guess. Uh, there is no reason to believe Mark will repeat. Uh, Mark will repeat. Look, I think more than likely you're talking about some combination of uh, Chris, or, Chris Carpenter, Matt Carpenter's 2017 and 2018 year uh, without the ebb and flow. DeWitt is too loyal to his players. I don't know if he's too loyal to his players. I'll be honest with you. like The two players that you're going to talk about him being loyal to uh, – uh, Wayno and Yachty, like, luckily he was loyal to Yachty. I was wrong about that. I didn't want the Cardinals to sign Yachty to the contract they signed him to. I thought it was a bad move. Luckily he was loyal. And then his loyalty to Adam Wainwright was rewarded by Wainwright's loyalty to the St. Louis Cardinals. That contract that they signed him to this offseason was perfect. It's a perfect deal for that type of player. Just that simple. Now it's on uh, Mike Schilt's shoulders to do it right. I'm a sidearm lefty reliever. That's a chance I get. Yeah, we'll sign you. Mike Matheny is too loyal to Matt Bowman. We can play this for everyone. That is true for Matheny sucks. Yeah, as a matter of fact, I would expect that Matt Bowman is in the Kansas City Royals organization by the end of the week. Probably not same amount of dangers, though. Yeah, I'm going to hit them dangers. For my birthday, I want the Cardinals to do something productive. Victoria, when's your birthday? Happy birthday. I don't know when Victoria's birthday is, but to Victoria Dryden, happy birthday. Will Pujol sign a shorty contract with the Birds once his contract is up and retire? So my thought is, uh, Fangrass projects cards to finish fourth behind the Cubs. How would you close the gap? I, I've been very vocal. I would close the gap by signing Bryce Harper. I would have signed Josh Donaldson, too. Uh, here's my thought about Albert Pujols. Remember, Pujols' contract's really interesting because he has that personal service contract that's like 10 years. It lasts for 10 years after his actual contract is up where he has to make like personal appearances for the Angels and all that other shit, more than likely, I think the Cardinals and the Angels come to some type of agreement where they buy half of that from the Angels and Pools does the shit that he was supposed to do for the Angels for the Cardinals. I hope Matt Bowman pitches to Tony Cruz in the majors against the St. Lee uh, with the Cardinals. <laughs> so here's my thing, too. Like, you know, we've, we've trashed a lot on Matt Bowman over the years, and I'll be honest, like, I love Matt Bowman. And the issue with Matt Bowman, just like with Greg Garcia, who we trashed on a lot, is they were misused. They were overused and misused, uh, mishandled by their manager. Just that simple. And Matt Bowman was a pretty good reliever for a little bit until uh, uh, Mr. Matheny decided to use him like a toilet. Uh, Tony Cruz makes me hard. He makes everyone hard. Did the cards lock into Schilt too early? I don't understand why they signed him, but that's nothing against Mike Schilt. Gave him a little, uh, uh, uh thank you guys. It's to oh, hey, good. Victoria's birthday's tomorrow. Happy birthday, Victoria. Uh, did they lock in too early? Probably not. Look, here's the deal. They still would have given him the contract extension at the end of the year, even the way they finished, so you can't say they locked him in too early because it was always going to be him. <laughs> it was always going to be him. Bowman T-Rex arms are legend. One of the best moments uh, in the last, like, five years, like, from a pure entertainment standpoint. Matheny likes to grind arms into a fine pulp and put it in his morning protein shake. Yeah, that's true. MLB has missed the boat and not scheduled the Angels in St. Louis from Randall Rhodes. Probably. Probably. Uh, I would almost get why they did it, though. Now we're at a good point where everybody's a little cool, a little relaxed about it, and we can finally cheer Albert Pools on uh, from his spot on the bench. 
because he's a terrible first baseman who can only DH uh, coming from an American League team and will probably be hurt anyways. Uh, it's not a coincidence that the Cards played best in August because of the defense first. They weren't defense first. <laughs> they played good defense in August, but they also put up more runs in August than they put up in any other month. The reason that they were good in August is because they were good in August. They started taking pitches. Uh, I forgot who wrote about it, and I'm going to fuck it up because I wish I had uh, the person's information. But somebody wrote an article about how many pitches the Cardinals took. It might have been Brian Stahl. Uh, comparing August to all the other months, they had more runs in August. Uh, then they were like sixth in runs. Their offense peaked as much as they played good defense. Uh, they just played good baseball in August. They played to their potential in August. They For August, they did exactly what the, the front office hoped. And uh, that was it. That was it. They're a mediocre team who had a great August. And the special teams, don't forget about the special teams. Uh, what non-tender guys would you like to see us go after? Luis Avalon is really the only one that comes to my mind. I know some people said Avisel Garcia. Avisel Garcia is kind of a hack. Look, he was one of these big-time prospects uh, who, when he was traded from Detroit to the White Sox, everyone said, ah, Avi Garcia, Avi Garcia. But he was never very good. And when he got good, he got hurt. Uh, look, I don't care about Avi Garcia. The Cardinals have Tyler O'Neill. They have Dexter Fowler. If they don't get... Uh, 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 Bryce Harper, then that's the direction you go in. You don't fuck around with Michael Brantley or Avi Garcia. Uh, if the Cardinals had three good outfielders and needed a fourth outfielder, I would say Billy Hamilton would be a really interesting fourth outfielder for 200 at-bats a year and doing a lot of pinch running and playing defense late in games. But not for this Cardinal team. Uh, they're not good enough for that. Um, other than that, like, Matt Davidson's kind of interesting, not my guy. Uh, that's all I have. Also, special teams win games. That's right. Uh, ever been with another dude, bro? I have not been with another dude. No, un unfortunately not. It's nothing I've ever been interested in. Uh, I'd fuck my brother Mike, though. Let's say we get Goldie, your prediction on where we finish in 19. They'll finish with 90 wins. I don't know what that means. Uh, it takes a Michael Brantley, but not at the price he'll demand. I'll take a Michael Brantley, but not at the price he demands. I, I don't know what the price Michael Brantley demand is. But again, it goes back to roster construction. You only bring Michael Brantley in if you get rid of Jose Martinez, if you get rid of Dexter Fowler. That's the only way. You have to get rid of those two. And you're probably going to get rid of Tyler O'Neill. I would even say all three of them. Uh, let's see. Thoughts on Shoup? Uh, I think he'd be a really good second baseman for a, a team that isn't the St. Louis Cardinals. Uh, yeah, Beers. Uh, Bears. Beats. Battlestar Galactica. We're talking about black bears. Yeah, fuck my brother Mike. He's in here. He knows it. What you got? That's uh, the the Jack Flaherty's sister, girlfriend's sister. <sighs> God, see everybody goes quiet when I started talking about banging my brother. Best ballpark food, my brother. From Johnny Redbird, best ballpark food. Uh, I like booze. So uh, you know nowadays they've got some pretty pretty good. Uh, yeah, I'm all about that taboo. Those women that Google you before dates and watch Pat will lose will love that comment. <laughs> My brother Michael says, touch me. Michael, if you were here, I'd massage that neck into a fine pulp, boy. Uh, this got so inc incesty. Yeah, fuck yeah, it's incesty. Uh, get intimate about it, please, Kyle. I'll touch myself. Uh, John Gant return. I would assume he, he is. Like, so when I think about guys like Daniel Ponce de Leon and John Gant, like, they just don't seem like the kind of guys that have a lot of value to another organization. Again, that trap that the Cardinals fall into, uh, and hopefully the Cardinals can optimize those. Now, I wouldn't be surprised. Somebody mentioned John Gant potentially in a deal, maybe with Tyler O'Neill for Paul Goldschmidt. I could see something like that, but then I wonder about Arizona's, like, want for a guy like John Gant. It's just a slippery slope. Uh, I love when Pad gets weird. That's when you know it's in a groove. Uh, Gant is a key piece, someone says. He's a key depth piece. And again, like, I can't stress this enough. From my perspective, the Cardinals do not have the pitching depth 
to be able to trade the way that everyone thinks that they can get rid of players. Like Luke Weaver, you might, you could probably move, right? He didn't play a role really going down the stretch. Uh, unless he made huge improvements, you could probably trade him. Maybe Luke Weaver and Tyler O'Neill get you Paul Goldschmidt. As much as I would hate that, do it. I would rather trade Jose Martinez and Luke Weaver. Uh, I doubt the, the Diamondbacks would be on for that, but that'd be like the, tra the trade that I'd be trying to make. Maybe throw in uh, Connor Jones in that deal, if that's something they're interested in, which they won't be. Uh, that's the kind of deal I'd make. Uh, Periscope has discontinued this broadcast due to the inappropriate content. They can suck my balls. Mandatory Prince Alberts is the con uh, contract for any sign off field. That's right. Uh, Weaver and Ponce de Leon are the two least valuable. See, I disagree. I think Weaver and, well, maybe starting pitchers. I think Weaver and Gant are. Uh, but I do love John Gant. Don't, uh, from Trent Apple, our good friend, do you think Joe Adele cracks top five in MLB this year? Maybe make it to the bigs? I think Joe Adele cracks top ten. Uh, not quite top five. And, uh, maybe the bigs. Maybe. Maybe if the, the Angels are good and they need a player, then they'll go Joe Adele. Real fast. I gotta take that off because I'm starting to get hot. Uh, real fast, there's something I want to talk about. There are a lot of people, uh, in like the national landscape who are saying that Victor Robles is a better prospect than Vladimir Guerrero Jr. Uh, let me tell you this. Victor Robles is a great player, but not only is he not anywhere near... Have you ever been so far as to even ever want to do... Ever even want to go do more like? I don't know what that means. Um, Victor Robles, if you're talking about like a... And this is exactly how it was brought up. It was brought in like a dynasty fantasy league, right? Uh, they said Victor Robles ahead of Vladimir Guerrero Jr., I would, look, Eloy Jimenez, Vladimir Guerrero Jr., maybe even Bobachette, and then Victor, like, Victor Robles is top 10. Anybody who tells you Victor Robles is a better prospect than Vladimir Guerrero, and maybe even Eloy Jimenez, is out of their fucking mind. They're overthinking it. They're getting into Byron Buxton mode. Uh, how or why does guys get overhyped like that? Because of tools. Oh, like, we, uh, I don't know what that was. Uh, because of tools, right? So... What ends up happening is you see a guy and you see all the tools and you see it all happening and you get really, really excited about it. Uh, but then you realize that, you know, baseball is fucking hard. Like you see these guys at the lower levels and you think, wow, like this is this is manifestable. Like this is the kind of thing that you could project. Uh, but then you forget in those moments that, oh, wait, they still have four levels to go. They still have three levels to go. They still have two levels to go. And while they're raking against some pretty good pitchers right now, uh, Shit hits a fan. And there's a mental side of it that is unquantifiable. And I'm not saying that like strong mental, uh, strong mentally or weak mentally, but it's fucking hard, man. Major League Baseball's hard. Have you seen the way that these guys throw wiffle balls? Mr. Jordan Hicks is in here. Uh, Mr. Dr Jason Hicks is in here. Look at the way his son throws a ball, right? You think you're gonna hit that? I watched Adam Adovino's slider cutter fastball combo over on loop today. I couldn't hit that. I couldn't even track it. If you want to, if he threw that baseball and it was two different colors, I wouldn't be able to tell you what either of those colors are. Neither would you. Baseball's hard. And that's why those guys get overhyped. Don't view Victor Robles as being overhyped. Uh, that's not the case. His tools are there. He's a really, really great prospect. Uh, but, like, the margin of error that he has is a smaller window. Uh, it, it's, rather, it's bigger than the margin of error that Vladdy or Eloy have. It's just that simple. Uh, somebody says vaccines are important, okay? I think so. I'm, uh, those anti-vaxxers freak me the fuck out, I'll be honest. And, uh, this is coming from somebody who probably has all the diseases. Pat with Kyle and his brother. Uh, yeah, look, you couldn't take it. Look, my brother Mike, again, what you need to know about my brother Mike is Michael is smarter than I am. He's more attractive than I am. My brother Mike is like if, uh, what I always say about Michael is Michael is like if 
I got, like, if all of the genetic sequencing went right with me, that'd be my brother Michael. Uh, I, I am, I'm, I literally mean it when I say I am half the man that Michael is. I, maybe even, like, a third of the man that Michael is. Michael's a real person, uh, built like a real person with real person skills and abilities. And, uh, he's my hero in life between he and my brother Scott. And, uh, yeah, Mike's a real person. To my brother Michael, who's better than me in every capacity. Trevor Bauer is a must. Depending on the price. There isn't, uh, the Cardinals need upgrades. And yeah, Corey Kluber is a must. Trevor Bauer is a must. Carlos Carrasco is a must. Uh, depending on what they cost. Can't give up too much for those guys. Next bottle to drink needs to be Everclear. We've done Everclear. How old is Mike? Mike is 30. Mike's birthday is December 22nd, and he'll be 39. Uh, Tatis Jr. is hitting two grand slams against Syndergaard in an inning. What's plan C and D? Uh, two chicks at one time, three chicks at one time, and then maybe in the more popular MMF. Uh, you must be a younger brother. I am. I'm the youngest. Uh, laugh out loud. We need to be winning ball club so I don't die. From uh, Igalis? Igalis? Yeah, no, it'd be really nice for the Cardinals to be winning uh, so we don't die. Uh, I, I might kill myself. Who knows? That'd be fun. Maybe one of these pads. Maybe next week I'll just murder myself. Yeah, my brother Mike's probably got a big dick, I would assume. I, I haven't seen it in years, uh, but it seemed substantial when I was young. Can't wait for another year of dreadful defense. So we, tend, we spend a lot of time talking about the errors that the Cardinals made. I don't give a fuck about the errors. The truth is the Cardinals were not a bad defensive team. Uh, but they're going to get worse if they have to move Matt Carpenter to third. Uh, they are winning, though. I don't know what we're talking about. Uh, is Ponce and the Pen opening day next year from Langston Lil? I would think so. I think that that's a smart move, and it's the move that I would make. Uh, make a play for Kluber, someone says. Look, I'm all about whatever. The Cardinals' offense needs to get better. It needs a catalyst in the middle. I don't care if that person's left-handed or right-handed as long as they're good. And then after that, you adjust. But the only thing they should be focused on right now, uh, and I mean this, left-handed relief aside, uh, is a big bat for the middle of the lineup. How long do they roll with Fowler if he doesn't turn it around? My guess is June, remember? So the last two years, that June 9th, June 10th is a big deal. Uh, how about Dexter Fowler for Brandon Belt? Again, Michael, my only issue with that, first off, is that I don't think... And again, you, you start talking about incorporating prospects, uh, and you start talking about incorporating cash and all of that. I don't think it makes sense for the Giants to make that move. But also, it just puts another guy at first base that moves Carpenter to a position where he's compromised. Uh, Jed Jerko is a Cardinal uniform, is a major turnoff. I don't know, it gets me hard. Is, my, is Mike Myers out of options? He is out of options, yes. Trade for pools and feed him roids. That's a great idea from intern Matt, our good friend. By the way, our good friend intern Matt, uh, for, he, he changed his name to inter, intern Matt. I think, believe he used to be Blues Records. Uh, check him out. He's a part of the Cam Jansen show. Uh, they do a show six to seven, I believe on 590. Uh, Cam Jansen is a former enforcer for the St. Louis Blues. Uh, still does a lot of stuff locally for the Blues. Anyways, check that program out, Matt. I swear one of these days I'm going to come and I'm going to have some beers with you guys. I'd love that. That'd be great. Uh, even though he's still incredibly young, when do the cards give up on Delvin? Oh, wait. Uh, who's the most reasonable option to, uh, what's, who's the most reasonable option to deal Jerko to? I think it all depends on how the Moustakis, uh, Jed Lowry, uh, uh, Manny Machado market shakes out, and then we'll have a better idea of where Jerko fits. Uh, getting back to Delvin, 
Look, you're talking about a guy who just turned 20. When do you give up on him? When he's uh, when you have to protect him from the Rule 5, which is still three, two years away, two full seasons away. Uh, that's when you give up on him, if he still hasn't produced. Uh, otherwise, remember, you're not paying him anything. What's your favorite whiskey? Uh, I, look, I've tried Pappy Van Winkle once, and that's as good as it gets. Uh, I'll be honest, like, if I'm talking about, like, what my favorite is, if we're going to talk scotch whiskey... Uh, I, I I like a good scotch, like a uh, eighteen year old Macallan. That's probably it, honestly. If we're sticking with whiskey, like the bourbon, uh, please take a look at the Giants roster and text me when you bathe and shorn. Uh, new Nelly song, it's getting hot. St- it's getting hot over here. Now take off all your clothes. I am getting so hot. I will take my clothes off. Let it get uh out in the minute. And if it had been uh 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 uh. <sighs> Let's see. Amaretto Sour. Yeah, I'll drink an Amaretto. Harper's haircut got me a bit frisky. Yeah, me too. I'll tell you what. Anytime I see somebody with that shaved head, unless you're talking about what he had before he shaved his head, and then that got me hot too, to be honest. Uh, Giants can suck it from someone. I imagine that's somebody that Mike knows. That's it. Fuck you. I'm strong lyrically, motherfuckers. Uh, uh, Goku or Vegata? Goku. Easy. Uh, let's see. If we get Goldie, do we trade Jerko just to wash the, uh, the salaries out? I think the Cardinals would do well, even without adding anyone to trade both Jerko and Jmart. That's my personal philosophy on it. Uh, address the left-handed side of the bullpen that that way. Uh, let's see. So anyway, I want I do want to take a step and talk about Delvin, right? So here's the thing. Just a couple years ago, we were willing to sell the ship on Oscar Mercado when he was 20 years old as a middle infielder who. Played like shit, to be quite frank. Uh, and look at what he is now. He was a valuable trade chip and a potential impact player at the major league level. He still could be. That's why you don't give up on players who are 20. Uh, that was all I wanted to hear on this episode. Uh, I agree. See, everybody wanted, uh, it's getting hot. I'm embarrassed by myself. Let's see. Do you think John, does Weaver not have a usual build of a long lasting starter? Uh, if we trade Jmart, who will handle the traffic cone? Uh, hopefully Tyler O'Neill. That's something I'd pay to see. Can we get a pad tailgate for the opening XFL game in 2020? Absolutely. Uh, we'll be wearing all purple. I'm still surprised I didn't trade Jmart at the deadline. That's because you're not thinking about what his market could possibly have been. And I'm telling you right now, uh, that his market is light. And that's why they didn't trade him. And that's probably why they haven't traded him yet. Odds Jose Martinez still on the team next year. I'll say 50%. Uh, go after Tanner Scott, uh, uh, Chadford Hayes. Haha. <laughs> Uh, uh, Jonathan Machado thoughts. Look, anybody who's followed me in my prospect writings and rankings over the last, since the day they signed him, knows that I am not a Jonathan Machado guy. I was never really a big Magnus Sierra guy. Uh, I bought into it. I knew better, but I bought into it. I just followed the hype. Uh, but here's the thing with Jonathan Machado is he's a center fielder with great range, with a weak arm, who makes a lot of contact, but doesn't do anything else. Uh, he's not a base stealer like Billy Hamilton was. His speed, while potentially elite, potentially a 70 grade if you want to play that game, uh, he doesn't possess any of the other talents where that 70 grade would, would, would play up. So, he's Magnus Sierra at his best. Uh, is there any free agent named Chad that we can sign? I don't know, 100% on Trey Jed could get a good return. Maybe. Uh, somebody said Will Myers. I've got nothing for Will Myers. Again, look... My personal thought, Air Force Ones and Potter Blue, SEAL Edition, I would love that. Uh, AJ Puck, comeback season. Yeah, rooting for the A's lefty. Uh, here's my thought. Look, I have nothing for upgrading the outfield or first base uh, unless it's Bryce Harper. And I'm 
fine with it being Paul Goldschmidt at first base and then just dealing with it in season. Uh, but other than that, like, you can't convince me that there's an outside option that's better than Dexter Fowler, Jose Martinez, and Tyler O'Neill in right field. At uh, what level will young Mr. Gorman play at in 2018? He'll start at Peoria, would be my guess. Uh, and his ceiling will be wherever he performs well. And don't be surprised if he's at Springfield, if he's performing well by the end of the year. From Trent Apple, do we get our international money out of the penalty box in 2019? Yes, we do. But remember, uh, back in 2016, when they had a chance to sign Luis Robert, uh, they the rules were different, right? So now they have a cap that they can't spend more than. Back then, they didn't have a cap. They could spend and then just get penalized for it. Now there's a cap. I think that they get like $8 million to spend. They can trade for more cap, whatever. Uh, but, uh, yeah, Gorman opening day starting third baseman. <laughs> what third base options do you like if they miss on Harper, Goldie, and they get your O'Neal and right field wish? Uh, somebody brings up Segura right away. Look, I, I would like for them to make a move for Gene Segura at that point, something like that. Uh, but, like... Don't buy into Mike Moustakis as an upgrade. Uh, Manny Machado, if you get him for the left side of the infield, you can adjust. That'd be awesome. Uh, but other than that, like it's not something that I would – I just – my upgrade is a healthy Jed Jerko and a healthy Gyro Munoz. Just that simple. And then adjust on the fly in the season and see what comes available on the left side of the infield, whether it be Andrew Elton Simmons or Nolan Arenado, and trade in that capacity. Segura and Segura for Wong and Martinez – uh, I would, I don't, mm, I would not, I wouldn't make that trade. Unless we're talking about Jose Martinez, and then I might make that trade. Uh, what would it take to get Segura? So, the, what I've been telling people with Segura is, uh, if you, you give up Gyro Munoz, you give up Dakota Hudson and John Gant, that gets you Gene Segura, I would think. Uh, would you feel comfortable with Carp at third base if we get Goldie? No, absolutely not, but I deal with it. Uh, Moose is like a two percent, a point zero two percent upgrade. Look, even if he's a five percent upgrade, if there's one thing Doug Armstrong has taught us, five percent upgrades don't get you anything. Uh, my brother Michael says Langston Lil, great question. I missed it. For Mr. Hicks a minute ago, are any of these minor league pitchers they signed going to make it out of spring training? Potentially. Uh, I don't think Chris Beck will. Uh, I think uh, uh, Hosschild might. And other than that, I, I don't, I don't think so. I'll have to do a little bit more research and get back to you. What happened to Terry Fuller from Garrett Lumley? Uh, he got hurt and missed nearly all of the short season and then came back and was healthy and did well. Uh, somebody said something about, uh, literally something. Thoughts on Camargo? I think that there's a very small chance that the Braves trade him. I think that trading Carlos Martinez for him and another mid-level pitching prospect is the dumbest fucking thing I've ever heard. Uh, I think that people want to sell Carlos Martinez off and I don't understand it at all. Uh, but yeah, look, if the Cardinals can make a viable trade, like, look, if you want to include Carlos Martinez in a trade, uh, for Camargo, you do Camargo, you do Tuki Tuasant, and you get another mid-level pitching prospect in there, like Tristan Beck. And even something else. If you're gonna trade Carlos Martinez, it has to be a home run. It has to be a trade that you can walk away from saying that I absolutely robbed the Braves, or that team. Otherwise, you're just trading a player to trade a player, and that's fucking stupid. Uh, let's see. I literally remember the first random pad broadcast and I love it. It's been built into this from Trent Apple. Yeah, I remember it too. I'll tell you what, if you guys are in for something good, again, next, next Sunday or Monday, we're going to celebrate our one year anniversary of Prospects After Dark. Go back and watch some of the old episodes. Uh, it's a completely different world where I was calm and not yelling at the camera and not dropping F-bombs and being an adult until we started talking about John Mabry's long dick. Uh, I think Cy Michaelis is able to replicate a similar 2018. Yeah, yeah. So this is how I view Cy Michaelis. And to me, he's Kyle Loesch. 
And I don't know, uh, I'm not sure if everyone realizes how good Kyle Loesch was, but I think you're talking about a player, and Kyle Loesch was like a top eight finisher in the Cy Young Award a couple of years, or a top 15 finisher in the Cy Young Award. That's how I view Cy Michaelis. Like, Kyle Loesch as a St. Louis Cardinal was really damn good. And so is Cy Michaelis. He's really damn good. Uh, uh, and, uh, yeah, that's where I'm at. Hold on. Hold on. Tara's hitting me up here. Uh, my bad. Sorry, guys. Uh, I love Kyle Loesch. Yeah, Kyle Loesch. And again, like, I think that we might say, oh, Kyle Loesch. But to be honest, Kyle Loesch was a great pitcher. And you're getting Cy Michaelis in good years for him to continue. He doesn't have an exhaustive throwing motion. Uh, he doesn't pronate, so you don't have to worry about any of that shit. Uh, Michaelis is going to be a good pitcher for a while. Segura to Philadelphia, yeah, I would, I would almost assume that happens. That's what I've been saying. It, it, they have a fit there. Uh, Eflin and uh, uh, J.P. Crawford is like the start there. Uh, lefties you'd like to see in the pen, Will Smith and uh, uh, Mr. Watson. Uh, Segura to the Phils is going to happen after the Cano deal. Uh, oh, did he really? No shit. I had no idea. So I told... <laughs> so... Mm. All right. For the pad people, right? Because I would assume that right now we're, what, an hour into this, a half an hour into this, some shit. Uh, this is what I'll tell you. I had somebody slide into my DMs, and this shit happens all the time, and tell me that the Phillies were working on a deal for Segura, that Eflin and uh, J.P. Crawford were part of that deal, and there was another one or two prospects involved. So just keep an eye out for that. The only way I see Harper going to SEL is if he falls into their laps. Forever cards, that's what I think happens right now, too. Uh, Machado to STL confirmed. That would be awesome from Shensational. Uh, is that really happening? Because right now you guys just broke some Gene Figura news. Uh, and, uh, uh, I want to make sure that I'm there. From Alex Crazy 2, it just says kill. And if I had a gun, I'd put a bullet in my brain right now, just for you. Uh, Cardinals are running out of backup plans. They absolutely are. That's a good point. Uh, you should tweet that out. Thoughts on bat cards ad from Alex Dunn's. Uh, I think, honestly, look, they're going to add Paul Goldschmidt. They're just going to add Paul Goldschmidt. I have almost no doubt about it. It makes too much sense. And uh, just be prepared for it because they're going to sell it to you like it's a big upgrade. And then a year from now, we're going to be trying to replace him. I just couldn't see Machado wanting to come to SPL. Hope I'm wrong. No, neither can I. Absolutely not. Safeco will burn and it will be uh, ruled arson. <laughs> so here's the other thing, right? We're watching Jerry DePoto clear salary. And everybody thinks that he's in a rebuild. I don't buy it. I still think Jerry DePoto is clearing salary, and I think he's going to add salary. He's been very specific about saying, talking about reimagining the roster. And Edwin Diaz is like the one thing. Like, trading Paxton, I get. But trading Edwin Diaz is a little bit of a wild card because he's so young and controllable and all that stuff. Uh, but don't be surprised if all of a sudden Jerry DePoto has like 10 free agents and all of these prospects and is starting over that way. Uh, my thing with Jerry DePoto is he's getting at this early. And the fact that he's being in, like, a rush... It, uh, granted, he can't... Uh, you're right, moving hard and fast. Uh, hold on. I don't know what's going on there. Sorry. Uh, anyways, it's DePoto. There's no telling what he's going to do. He's the greatest of all time. Uh, Mikel Franco to the cards. Yeah, that'd be great. Uh, you don't see Goldie resigning if he does well. I don't see the Cardinals ponying up for him. Look... Until the Cardinals pony up for someone, uh, I'm not on board. And remember, the only reason that they ponied up for Matt Holiday is Matt Holiday was a diminished value talent uh, as compared to where he was at. So the only way that they're going to end up getting Paul Goldschmidt is if he falters. Remember, when they traded for Matt Holiday the year before he became a free agent and the year that they signed him, 
Uh, he was hitting miserably in Oakland. And he came to St. Louis, and he was a spark plug, and he played great, but he was a terrible defender, and everyone knew it, and that suppressed his price. That's not going to be the case with Paul Goldschmidt. His age will suppress his price a little bit, but unless he becomes a bad first baseman and has a marginal year, uh, he's going to price himself out of the Cardinals' range. Signing Goldie just increases whole cards in next offseason. I don't know what that means, Alex Duns. I love you, buddy, though. I don't say it enough. I'm about to get off and study for finals. Have a good night, too. For you, forever cards, my good friend. Uh, good night. Good luck with finals. What, what are you studying before you roll out? Holiday was two years younger than Goldie. The, but yeah, but that makes him more attractive and probably, was it two years? I thought it was like a year and a half or something like that. The next Orioles manager is Cal Ripken. Uh, why do we love overpaying mediocre talent but never break out the checkbook? Uh, that's a really good question, Maggie, and I'll be honest with you, that's where a lot of my anger is at tonight uh, as I watch uh, Donaldson walk earlier in the week. Like, sure, they're they're fine. Paying mediocre love, and you know, hold on, let me let me gather myself because I am still fired up about this, and I want to give a real answer. Here's the reason why, right? Because even Dexter Fowler, even Brett Cecil, even their contracts now, when they're basically dead weight, are still manageable, and that's why they're willing to spend a little bit more for those players. Uh, it's a simple cost effectiveness strategy, right? Like even if if you're paying one guy thirty mil, you can't get out of that easily. If you're paying Two guys or three guys 30 mil, then you can adjust around that. Uh, it's all about sunken costs for them, and that's why they do it. And it's not something – it's something that – let me rephrase that. It's something that I agree heavily with. Uh, but I think that circumstance dictates things to be played out differently at different times. And uh, I think that right now the Cardinals' only option is to get, like, better – like, really, really big better. Like, the best better you could ever imagine. Like, so better it's better. Uh, and we'll see. Just seems like the strategy hasn't been working lately. It hasn't. Uh, I am also headed out to go study. See you guys. I love you all. We love you too, Blake Riker. To you. Good luck studying. Uh, and forever cards, I miss what you were studying. How much money do the cards have to spend from Heimer D? Well, look at it this way. Right now, the Cardinals have $106 million or so dedicated to the 20 19 payroll. Then they have about another $30 million in uh, arbitration money. Just think of it that way. So they have, like, right now, without adding anyone, uh, Goldie's 31 and Holiday was 28 when the boomerangs moved for him. Yeah, that that's interesting, Mike. Uh, anyways, um, so another $30 million on top of that for arbitration. That puts them at 136 So in my mind, they won't spend any more than, like, 165 or 70 So you're talking about $35 million to spend maybe 40 at most uh, without without moving any money. Uh, I'll post the results on Twit. I don't know. We're talking about Trent Apple, but I have a feeling that it's. Uh, I have a feeling it's uh, going to happen. Kinda, I feel like it's 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 going to happen. Uh, but so, yeah, I don't know. Uh, you read Walton's article on how trading prospects has impacted cards. Very interesting. I have not. Uh, you know, I. So here's my thing. Uh, any chance they tried to put Goldie in right field? That would be a terrible idea. Uh, what's your Hall of Fame ballot? I don't care at all because the Hall of Fame is a fucking museum. It's a joke, and people get worked up about it for no reason. Uh, oh, so here's my thing about the Cardinal Nation. I love Brian Walton, and I love Derek Shore. And I want everyone to know that that is a service that is absolutely worth paying for. Uh, when I started working at the Redbird Daily, I stopped subscribing. And the reason I stopped subscribing is I didn't want to take any of their information and use it as my own. 
So I, it's not something I'm subscribed to. Uh, so I don't read the articles, but I would recommend anyone who's interested in minor league coverage, subscribe to the Cardinal Nation. It's a great service. It's wonderful. Uh, you'll find more information there than you will f- that I'll be able to give you. Uh, Brian Walton is, is nailed in and because it costs money. It allows him to do things that I can't do, offering the service for free. Uh, so I didn't read the article because I don't subscribe to the service. And uh, hopefully, honestly, probably in the next year, I'll stop writing. Uh, I'll stop being a part of it and I can subscribe again and be in the know. Uh, B-Love, hey, B-Love. So B-Love gets a little love because B-Love got some love this weekend in a Prospect After Dark shirt. To you, B-Love, we love you. So my contract prediction for Joe Kelly, I'll say three years, $15 million for Joe Kelly. Uh, what are your off calls in the second bottle getting open? What are your off call when is the second bottle getting open? So I'm off call at 7 a.m. tomorrow morning. Uh, and unfortunately, as we finish this bottle, we'll just kind of empty this out. Uh, this is this is all we have, folks. This is all we have. Uh, oh, uh, I was Trent Apple was saying he was asking for the best Tinder pickup line. Uh, I would recommend as someone who isn't on Tinder, Tinder, uh, Tinder, I would say uh, just say if you don't go out with me, I'll fucking kill myself. Wow, is this a cult? Yeah, it's a resistance. Uh, Joe Kelly is just the best. I love Joe Kelly. People still aren't high on J.P. Crawford, right? No, not really. Jerks and Profar and Nomar Mazzaro would be decent. Okay, so I don't think that the Rangers would trade those two, but I would love both of them as a member of the St. Louis Cardinals. I don't know what it would take. I don't know what that deal is. You'd have to like dig deep into the minors because Texas is rebuilding, so that's why I don't think it necessarily matches up, but I would love that. Uh, I just don't think it happens. Uh, let's see. Do you use FarmersOnly.com, Kyle? Uh, no, no, that's reserved specially for Ryan Shule. Ryan Shule's picking them up and putting them down on FarmersOnly.com. I'm in the city of St. Louis. Uh, the only farming I do is for, uh, people in my garden. Philly's getting Segura, Machado, and Harper. Yeah, and, uh, Barry Bonds and Cal Ripken. Asking for a research paper... Do you think steroid users should be eligible for the Hall of Fame? Yes, because the Hall of Fame is a museum. It's not a holier-than-art-thou thing that the fucking baseball writers make it out to be. We need to all grow up and get over it. Uh, we need to stop revering it like this. it's this magical place. It's just a goddamn museum. Should Blank and Blake be in the art museum? I don't know. I don't know a goddamn thing about art. Just put the art in there, and I'll go look at it and tell you if it's pretty or not. That's what a museum is. Let's not make this anything more than what it needs to be. Beer and Bourbon Garden. That's right. And Human Corpse. That's where we like to hide our human corpses in the garden. Uh, to all my victims. Oh, man. We've had some good questions here. That Say it ain't so about not writing about prospects. Todd, I'm tired, buddy. Uh, steroids should be legal. Make baseball funner. Uh, I don't know if funner's a word. I've always been on the edge on that one. Does the Phillies getting Segura and Cardinals chances getting Machado... Uh, if the Cardinals are interested in Machado, then yeah, I would think so, but probably not because the Phillies still have a lot of money and they can get clever and move. They've got 45 first basemen and Mikel Franco might be another first baseman, but we'll see. Steroids should be legal, make baseball funner. Uh, bleach and fire before burying. That's right. Look, I've got acid for days, boy. Uh, all right. So real RW22. I have this weird man crush on Carlos Carrasco's pitching. To be honest, me too. I love Carlos Carrasco. That is a player that I would love to see the Cardinals add. Why are former players so bad at talking about how they pitched, swung, and their approach? It's so weird. I agree. Like John Smoltz, right? John Smoltz was one of my favorite pitchers to watch. Definite Hall of Famer, all that other shit. And now you hear him talk, and you're like, holy fuck! How dis like disjointed is that guy? He knows nothing. 
Uh, and it's because more than likely it's an ego thing, and they don't want to give their secrets, and blah, 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 and yada, yada. There's no telling, right? Uh, anytime you get an ego involved. Over under on DePoto having ADHD. Look, I'm not one to talk about psychological disorders, uh, but yeah, that dude's got something. Uh, A-Rod is bad, too. I love A-Rod, uh, but he is bad sometimes. Kyle Seeger, question mark, is a human being. Uh, Goldie and David Peralta would be decent. No, it wouldn't. David Peralta is just an incremental upgrade. Goldie is definitely an upgrade in some capacity. Huge upgrade for the lineup for sure. Changes how the defensive works, but he's an upgrade. David Peralta has the potential to be an upgrade. But again, you're talking about a clusterfuck of outfielders out there that the Cardinals already have, and without moving some of those guys. Uh, and questionably, Dexter Fowler, who might not have any trade value at all. You're just more, more the same shit. Uh, A-Rod's always a short stop to me. Can we do a free agent speed dating session with GMs at the winter meeting for Maggie Ladley? That'd be an awesome thing, Maggie. Maggie, I'd like to be like the, uh, the Ryan Seacrest of that dating show. Let's all admit Jerry DePoto makes the offseason more fun. Look, I'm sure the Mariners fans are tired of it. It's probably exhausting for them. But as a fan of baseball, without Jerry DePoto and A.J. Preller sometimes, who was kind of a dickhead for what he did with Alan Cordova. Uh, but anyways, like, Jerry DePoto makes it fun for me. Uh, clusterfuck is a term that I don't think it used enough. I agree. What about Moose? Moose is also a third baseman who's pretty shitty, to be honest with you. Look, here's the problem with a guy like Moose, right? We see the power numbers and we get excited. And we see that he's a left-handed hitter and we think, oh, man, the Cardinals lineup means a left-handed hitter. Uh, but what we're dealing with is a guy who is just an incremental upgrade over what the Cardinals have. And I would argue that with Jairo Munoz and his potential, uh, especially with his patient pretend patience potential that he's not an upgrade in any capacity over what the Cardinals already have. He's just a steadying factor and a different alternative. Uh, I would like Mitch Haniger again, but without sorting out the cluster fuck of outfielders, Mitch Haniger doesn't make that much sense. The only type of player that makes sense in the outfield is Bryce Harper. Uh, the problem is they'll most likely have to trade for a Goldie to make Harper consider signing at all. I don't know about that. Look, I think that's fan talk. Uh, but I would think, look, I would think that the only thing that gets Harper to sign is to offer him a lot of money. And if you don't think that that's the case, you're out of your mind. Who will be the next Greg Garcia on the bench? My hope is that it's Tommy Edmond. You guys know I love Tommy Edmond. Uh, I would like for it to be Yang Gervis Solarte. I think that would be a great move. Uh, oh, Haniger or Mazera? Well, stats will tell you it's Haniger, but I would rather have Mazera. Uh, money talks. That's all that matters. And again, just like with this whole Josh Donaldson thing with Atlanta, if you think that if you would have offered him $26 million, he would have turned it down because of his familiarity with the front office, you're out of your mind. Uh, $3 million speaks. $3 million is a lot of money. I just want to put, uh, sign Prime, Albert Pools. Yeah, that'd be really great, Matt. I agree. Tommy Edmond is the GOAT to our good friend, Not Burley. Not Burley, I love you, buddy. I just want to raise my glass to you. Does Wisdom get any consideration? So here's the thing, right? Between Wisdom and Gyro and Jerko, it's just another reason why someone like Mike Moustakis doesn't make the team any better than the options that you already have. Maggie, I do hope Patrick Wisdom gets a little bit... Uh, of consideration. I like his abilities as, as first and third. as kind of like a 200 at bat guy. Uh, if they can move Jed Jerko or they can move Jose Martinez or preferably both of them. Uh, but, but we'll see. I hope so. Uh, most of these guys for the money, they can figure out where to go. Yeah. Um, be real said, this is a good question. You said 170 million should be the low mark for the payroll. What should be the high mark? Uh, so it's a, for, for me, it's that narrow margin. Uh, it grooves in narrow margins. 
180, 170. Like, that's where the payroll should be. You don't want to get too close to the ceiling, the cap of 206, because that gets you in trouble. Uh, you don't want to get, like, tight. And I think that staying $20 million away from that is good. I think th- staying $30 million out of it is really good. They should not dip any lower than 165. It should be in the 170, 180 mark. Uh, and uh, that's where it needs to be if they want to keep drawing 3 million fans. How many relief pitchers do you think we need to pick up this offseason? Uh, one lefty. One lefty. Uh, Will Smith. Uh, Watson. Tony Watson. One of those two does it. Uh, 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 Meza for... for um, Toronto does it to Meza. Uh, that's like that is what the Cardinals need. You don't like it tight, Kyle. No, I like it loose. See, I come quick, and if that thing's t- tight, then it's a disaster. Oh, uh, why one lefty instead of two? Because honestly, Patrick B, here's my thought. Uh, as much as I would like to have two, you're going to go into the season still with Brett Cecil. Don't think you're not. Uh, Chasen Shreve and Tyler Webb. Now, I don't have much faith in any of those three, but they are three options. And I would like to see what an entire offseason of Chasen Shreve and Tyler Webb look like. And you can always address that option next year. Now, again, where I stand, look, if you can't trade for Will Smith and you can't trade for Watson or Meza, then you go uh, and you sign Oliver Perez to a one-year deal, Mr. Sip to a one-year deal, uh, and then you adjust from there. Maybe, And then at that point, if they're both cheap, Sip, uh, uh, Avalon, uh, uh, Perez, then maybe you sign two of them. But I like the idea of going in and just seeing what Chase and Shreve looks like during the 2019 season and then adjusting from there. There'll be guys available throughout the year that you can trade for. That's, again, why if you're not going to sign Josh Donaldson or Manny Machado to play third base, I'm all, or, you know, Manny Machado to play short and DeYoung to play third, I'm all about going gyro, jerko, wisdom at third base and then seeing what it looks like throughout the season and what becomes available. Uh, somebody says they miss Luke Voigt. Uh, one of my favorite pictures of all time is him with that knife that he won for winning the home run derby at AA. Can we start a GoFundMe to pay off the rest of Cecil's contract and boot him from town? I don't know, man. I, I'm not going to talk about that. I feel bad for the guy. You know, he's, an, he's got an emotional thing going on. He's got a mental thing going on, and that's a tough thing to deal with. I'll be honest. I deal with depression. I deal with anxiety, and it's a motherfucker. Uh, were you a fan of Connor Green? I was. I loved Connor Green the first time I saw him. When the Cardinals traded Randall Gritchick as part of that deal with Dominic Leone, uh, I got super into it. And I'll tell you what, his fastball is dynamite when it's on. His curveball is fucking good when it's on. His slider's good. But the problem is when the Cardinals switched him from being a starter at AA to a relief pitcher at AAA, his command went all over the place. His mechanics went all over the place. Uh, it's sad to see him go, and I wish him all the luck. But I get why the Cardinals did what they did, and I honestly agree with it. Uh, you are not alone. Yeah, ever look, it's a tough thing to deal with. Oh, hey, J. David Reed's in here. Hey, J. David, I missed you, buddy. Uh, no, uh, hold on. I missed a bunch of payroll, which would be the high end. Uh, I was asking best tender. Where are you off? I was at blah, blah, blah. All right. So uh, we're going to raise our glass one more time and, uh, to some shit. I don't know. To Bryce Harper and Nelly. And for God's sakes, just getting a damn good, uh, offensive upgrade. CBD oil is on uh, a must for anxiety and depression depression issues. So my brother Mike uh, lived in St. Louis, moved to Portland for a job, lives in Portland, and he takes these little droplets of THC because it's legal in Portland, uh, and that helps put him to sleep. It was prescribed by a doctor, and uh, it's nothing we can do here. And the the CBD oil is just not for me. Uh, and plus, I'm a I'm an equipment operator at my job. It's one of the things that I do, and I can't like I don't want to take any of that stuff. And plus, like, 
my way of dealing with the depression issues that I have is to just realize that I'm a piece of shit, my life is shit, and that's the only thing that's ever made it feel better. If I ever try to, like, rally myself into thinking that I have a life worth living, then I just want to kill myself. Uh, but here I am, and when I realize that it's shit, I get really excited, and I finally get back into place. Uh, turn up a little, let's see, which, uh, when are you, oh, well, fuck, that's still up here. Hold on, I'm gonna go over here and see what's going on. Uh, do you want a dog from Graham? I would love a dog, Graham, but I can't have one in my apartment. I could probably get a letter from a doctor, but there's just no way. I bet you're hotter than Mike. It's not true. My brother Mike, huge dick, huge muscles, better build, uh, better personality, smarter than I am too. Who benefits most from the pitching lab? Hopefully Luke Weaver. Uh, I would think that depending on what the Cardinals are trying to teach in the, the pitching lab, if they're talking about... Uh, uh, you know, trying to increase velocity. The only way to really increase velocity is to push that ball back to second base and pronate, and then that hurts the arm in the long run. So hopefully that's not the case. Um, but maybe someone like Luke Weaver. Maybe uh, who's who is the most scientific pitcher? Like Daniel Ponce de Leon, I think would benefit well. John Gant's a really smart guy, uh, a little bit like Lance Lynn too, personality wise. I love having that. Um, that'd be interesting. Somebody says, uh, Zach Britton. Here's my thought about Zach Britton. If you can get him for a one or two year deal, then you do it. I'm cool with that. I would not touch Andrew Miller with a 10 foot pole unless you can get him for $14 million like you got Greg Holland at the beginning of last season. Uh, that's where I stand on the Britton thing, but I'd rather, I would rather have the Cardinals go and address that via trade for, for, um, uh, Will Smith or Watson or sign Oliver Perez or Tony Sip to a one-year deal. Uh, Flaherty adding more velo. So my thought about Jack Flaherty adding more velocity, I don't think he needs to add more velocity. He just needs to work on getting that slider down so it doesn't get hit for home runs. Uh, yeah, Craig Edwards has a dog. Your background decorations are better, though. Thank you. I don't know who Craig Edwards is. I'd love Britain two years, 20 mil. I'd be cool with that. Honestly, I would be cool with that. Uh, fix Flaherty's fastball, please. You don't need to fix Jack Flaherty's fastball. There's nothing about that pitch that needs to be fixed. Uh, 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 Soto or, uh, Edgertronic. That's those two cameras, right? That, uh, slow the pitch down so you can see the actual spin. Pretty awesome stuff. I would love for Flaherty Bader DeYoung, uh, to have a threesome, I think is what that says. I could be wrong. Uh, Bader hype train needs to be stopped from basement. Hey, basement freezers in here. Somebody says, I want Mitch Hanniger. That's Todd's burner account. Uh, is the pitching lab just an electronic copy of Yachty's subconscious, like Black Mirror? That would be a great episode of Black Mirror, Maggie. You're on it. Yeah, that's uh, that's exactly it. It's just uh, you, you put this little thing into the back. It's like a little round thing that blinks right uh, from the back of Yachty's head. You pull it out. You put it in Jack Flaherty's head, and all of a sudden, Jack Flaherty's a better pitcher. Goldschmidt or Arenado for me, it's Arenado because of position and need, and also because you get Nolan Arenado out of... Uh, Coors, and you finally see how great of a player he is, and you don't have to worry about like 110 WRC or OPS plus, and his numbers won't be tainted, uh, and you'll see just how amazing he is because he's better than anyone gives him credit for, and people call him overrated, and I don't understand that. Should we uh, should win and got Edwin Diaz, but if it would have taken uh, uh, getting the Robinson Cano contract, then it's not worth doing. Black Mirror is trippy as shit. Black Mirror is a great show. All of our pitchers should become Cy Youngs. Yeah. Yeah, I would think if that, uh, if all the pitchers understood, uh, pitching the way that Yadier Molina does, that the Cardinals would be in great shape. How many bombs will Yadi hit this season? 80 or 900? If I had to choose one or the other, you obviously hedge and you say 900. Uh, would it be realistic if we traded for Goldie and extended him 375? I do not think so, Hex. 
Uh, you know, my thought was somebody like Paul Goldschmidt, right? Is he probably won't sign? Uh, what would you give to ha for Hanniger? I don't know. I'll get to you, Ryan Reynolds. Um, oh wait, hold on. That's uh, that's not Ryan Reynolds. That's uh, STL Sports, St. Louis Sports. My bad, Ryan. Um, uh, so here's the thing, right? He's not going to settle for anything less than five million dollars or five years. So you're talking about five one twenty five, something like a Ryan Howard contract would be my assumption. Uh, it would probably take something like that, is my guess. Three three seventy five isn't going to do it, I wouldn't think. Nelly is trying to help us. Yeah, hopefully, Aaron Beck, hopefully we get that. Uh, this would be Goldie's last big contract. Exactly. That's why he's not going to sign for three years. Trade walk-off, fragile piece of garbage. I'm not going to call him a piece of garbage. I'm not really that hateful. Uh, he's been good when he's been healthy. But again, going back to Michael Waka, if you're another organization, thoughts on the Nelly thing? I don't care about it at all. I think it's a fun thing, and it's a fun, entertaining thing, but I don't think it carries any weight. Um, think about it. If you're another organization, would you trade for Michael Waka? And what would you give up for Michael Waka if you wanted to trade for him? It wouldn't be worth the price if you're the St. Louis Cardinals. Uh, is Luke Weaver, Weaver a card on opening day? I don't think so. 5-125 in a heartbeat. I would not do it. Uh, that's fair, I think, since his limelight is so small. I forgot that he is 31. Yeah, right? Uh, yeah. Uh, Bader is swole, good or bad, from J. David Reed. Hey, J. David. How are you, my friend? Um, I don't know. You know, I've seen people, like, worry about uh, Harrison Bader getting big and how that will affect his ability to run and it will slow him down. Well, what I know is when you look at measurable speed, Tyler O'Neill is still, like, one of the 20, 25 fastest players in the league from an outfield. So I'm not worried that it's going to hamper Harrison Bader's speed. Uh, I just think that I, I don't – here's my thing about Harrison Bader. Dude, you don't need to get more swole. You just need to become a better hitter. You don't need more power. You have the power. You just need to become a better hitter. Uh, and you're getting swole, and it's not going to make your arm better. It's not going to make your range better. You're just getting swole to get swole. Uh, and I appreciate that. Look, I'm getting swole, too. It's just that I'm doing it by eating red meat candy and drinking booze. Uh, just, dude, concentrate on becoming a better hitter, and the rest will follow. Bader says he's working out, has been full body geared towards athleticism. Sure, that's I'm cool with that, but he's getting swole. Billy Hamilton, thoughts? So, Eric Thomas, my thoughts on uh, uh, Billy Hamilton, really simple. If the Cardinals had three everyday outfielders and not a legitimate, like, fourth outfield option, I would love Billy Hamilton to be, like, a fourth outfielder who gets 150 to 200 at-bats, plays a really great defense in the seventh, eighth, and ninth inning, and uh, is a great pinch runner. But for the Cardinals, he doesn't make any sense, uh, not with the clusterfuck of outfielders that they have. Bader needs to work on laying off sliders. That's what I'm talking about. Will they buy Bader equipment he wants? Oh, God, rest in peace, Tommy Pham. Would you take flyer on Matt Bush? Matt Bush might be an interesting player. Again, minor league deal. You just never know. Uh, I don't know if he's healthy, though. That's the one thing. Can we be friends from Andrew Tomei, number one? Yeah, Andrew, we're already friends. Uh, you got them views, boy, and here we are being friends, boy. You that naughty boy. Uh, does Waka leave next offseason from MLB Trades? I would think so. Who will play left field in 2020? I don't know what year it is right now, motherfucker. There's no telling. Uh, I will. Um, you know what? I will play left field for the St. Louis Cardinals in 2020. Ray Langford will play left field for the St. Louis Cardinals in 2020. Uh, Tyler O'Neill, how about that? Hopefully it's Bryce Harper, but I wouldn't. A Christmas Carol is over, and I want to know your thoughts on Nelly replacing Mo. I would like for Nelly to replace Moises Rodriguez. Do you know Paul DeYoung is faster than Mookie Betts? Did you know that the human head weighs nine pounds? Uh, you are blind. I am from Cheap Trick 7-Eleven. I am indeed blind, and uh, you don't even know the half of it. Kyler 2020 from Aaron Beck. Uh, Reggie Sanders for left field in 2019. 
Cal for left field in 2020. I'll tell you what, that Reggie Sanders, I bet you he could do his thing. I bet you he could do that thing, boy. Ride with me, Nelly. <laughs> Brendan Schaefer wrote an article about Nelly. Ha! <laughs> do you, uh, do you know 2.5% of NHL players are named Ryan? <laughs> That's great. The Kyle playing left field episode. Brother man, I play left field every day. Uh, weight the head really weighs nine pounds. I don't fucking know. It's that thing from that movie with that guy. Uh, back to the questions. <sighs> is Reyes always a player we have big hopes for, but always lets us down? Uh, I think that's more Michael Waka than anything, right? So here's a problem with Alex Reyes filling that particular role, Maggie, is I just don't think that uh, uh, Mr. Reyes, like, sure. Uh, how about this? On a very fundamental, rudimentary level, Alex Reyes is absolutely a player that we end up having big hopes for that lets us down. Uh, but that's our fault. Right? When you're talking about a guy who's barely made the major leagues and we have these high hopes for, that's on us. Like, that's on us. But when you're talking about someone like Michael Waka, who has made major league debut and has pitched for seasons and seasons and has been an all-star, uh, and a potential to be an all-star for many, many years, who every time he gets good ends up getting hurt, like, he's that player to me, Maggie. Uh, let's see. Bader is swole good or bad. We went over. Who signs first, Machado or Harper? I'll say Harper. Uh, and that's pretty much where we're at. Weaver will be successful in 2019. Change my mind. I hope so. Look, I love Luke Weaver. And I want to say for a second, let me drink some water. This is what I want to say about Luke Weaver. When he was a prospect, the pitcher that he was then is not the pitcher that he is now. And this is a guy who understood that his curveball was shit, and he went fastball changeup on a pretty regular, uh, uh, it was pretty regular that way. Hi, Nick Ophar. Uh, so, it, and it was pretty regular that way, but his command of the fastball and changeup were amazing. And we saw signs of that in various spurts of 2017 and 2016. But in 2018, his fastball and changeup command w went bye-bye, and it was shitty. And uh, that's why he was shitty last year. And if he can just get his command back up, which, again, command is an issue because you're talking about mechanics at that point. You're talking about arm issues, potentially. Uh, but if he can just get his mechanics right, then you're talking about a pretty good pitcher, especially if he can mix in a third pitch. Uh, Nick underscore 04 underscore underscore says, adult head weighs 10 to 12 pounds. This is true. So maybe someone unintelligent has a 9-pounder. Look... Or maybe someone unintelligent like myself has a 14-pounder. Like, maybe if your head is smaller than 10 and more than 12, then uh, you're pretty fucking stupid like myself. Sounds like he may have played through an injury. Look, so the, the injury thing is not something you ever speculate on. You can, I mean, you don't ever. I mean, I've done it like four times tonight, so what the fuck do I know? I'm just some dumbass hypocrite. Uh, but... Uh, we, we don't know. We just don't know. I thought Luke Weaver was the greatest thing, uh, before this year. He was really good. What about Nathan Ayabalde? Uh, if he can get his mechanics right, again, dot, 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 big thing. Here's my thing about Nathan Ayabalde. He's gonna end up doing whatever he gets the most money to do. But I would think that the, the, like, the thing about Nathan Ayabalde is I would want him in a relief role, and I would think he's gonna get more money to be a starter. And, uh, I don't think the Cardinals would ever get into that field for Nathan Ayabalde. From Matty Sucks, so Gomber is trade bait or what? I would think, look, I would think that any pitcher not named Flaherty, hopefully not Seamart, or Wayno, because it's Wayno, uh, is trade bait. Hopefully. Uh, what are your thoughts on Wainwright's role? My thought is, look, I, we all need to come to terms with the fact that Adam Wainwright is currently a part of the starting rotation. My thought about it is, 
at this very moment, I trust Mike Schilt to do the right thing with Adam Wainwright when it's the right time to do the right thing with Adam Wainwright. And that's a riddle way of saying that, look, I have to believe that when Adam Wainwright becomes shitty, Mike Schilt will either put him in the bullpen, take him out of the rotation, or just not use him. Uh, that's that's what I have to believe, and that's what I have to hope for, and that's where we're at. Uh, Wayno has a no-trade clause, right? Uh, look, they're not going to trade Wayno. And if that was Waka has a no-trade, no. Because they never signed him to a contract. He's still going from arbitration from year to year. Uh, I thought Luke Weaver was the greatest thing before this year. We talked about that. Uh, let's see. What sort of deal would you throw at Michaelis' $15 million annual average, or will it take more? Now, I would think it would take more. Uh, so how old is he, right? He's 31. How, how old is Miles Michaelis? Uh, I need to know how old he is. Remember the pad concussion episode? Maybe not from Eric Thomas. So we're actually going to release that, and I'm going to talk to GIFs about this. We're going to release that as the lost tape, and we'll probably do it sometime this week. And I don't. I'm not even fucking around. I don't remember any of that. I would be a terrible manager because Wano uh, could talk me into anything from Matty the intern. Uh, yeah, right. And I understand that. Okay, so Miles Michaelis is 30, thir turning 31. So for me, uh, maybe three years, $60 million. I think three years, 45, somewhere in between that three-year, uh, 45, 60 mil with like a fourth-year option. Uh, you probably play that game. If Wong doesn't produce offensively, do we finally trade him? So from Jake Aaron, uh, right, uh, Jake Aaron, 11. Jake, my thought is if, uh, if Colton Wong doesn't produce offensively, then he probably doesn't have much in the way of trade value. And he is a great defensive second baseman. He played the best defensive second baseman in 2018 that I've ever seen in my life. Do they trade him? I would hope so. They've got a lot of options. Uh, selling it for 1995, the lost tape from Eric Thomas. Yeah, that's right. Mm. To the lost tape episode of Prospects After Dark, which, again, probably go live this week. Put the red beanie on. Oweno uh, has been in MLB for 10 years. He gets a no-trade clause. I thought I wasn't sure if being a free agent changed that. No, no. It's either 10 years or 5 years with one team. Uh, that whole free agency thing. Look, it doesn't matter because the Cardinals aren't going to trade Adam Wainwright. It's completely irrelevant. Uh, Death March says Wong is trash, should have gotten Cano. That would have been something. Uh, it, I, Cano's a first baseman. He's not really a second baseman, but I get what you're saying. Sportrex says Michaelis has three years of arbitration. That's not true, is it? Okay, so this is the same situation with Aledmi's Diaz, but... What SportsRack isn't taking into account is the years of service for Michaelis. He has a very unusual contract, and I do not believe that the arbitration applies to him. And I think that that was expressly written in his contract. Uh, again, they go by they go by like to the T rules, and I do not believe that that fit into the contract. Uh, let's see. Sounds like Segura is going to Philly. JP in the trade. Again, expect Zach Eflin to be in that trade. And who else? I don't know for sure. Uh, but go ahead and write down Zach Eflin. Um, so yeah, look, Wendell's not going to get traded. There's, it's just not going to happen. He's going to end his career as a Cardinal. That's part of the deal. Uh, yeah, my boss just said I can't watch this and work at the same time. Anyone hiring? Hey, uh, have your boss come in here. Let's talk to him. He does not free agent after the season. Uh, I don't like Cano's contract, but he's still a good hitter. He's a good hitter, and but he's a terrible fielder, and now he's playing in the National League. So we'll see how his offense tracks with having to play the field every day. I like that deal for the Mets. Diaz is so good. Diaz is good, but they gave up two great prospects, and they're eating cash. They definitely got underneath the Swarzak trade, or the Swarzak and Bruce deals. Uh, but to me, it's a very, very fair trade. 
for the industry. Wayno versus Dodgers Sunday night gets me hard. Uh, yeah, you know, that was, man, that was, that might be like my, like, low-key favorite moment of the season. Which player gets extended in spring training like DeYoung? That is obviously Harrison Bader. If Harrison Bader doesn't get extended, that's only because he's asking for too much money. Because the Cardinals will be all in on extending Harrison Bader. I, I have no doubt about it. Uh, well, real fast, as he, as he leaves and then re-enters, I just want to raise my glass one more time to Mr. Jason Hicks. Sir, you are a damn pleasure. Again, we've got this, uh, this lovely young lady here who is the sister of Jack Flaherty's girlfriend. And, uh, you're coming on the bottom about coochies there. And it's a pleasure to talk to you when I get to talk to you, my friend. Uh, Mets confuse me. They want Kluber. But they want to trade Thor. Well, look at it this way, right? I don't see anything wrong with that. You're probably going to have to trade less to get Kluber. And you're probably going to get more for Thor. And you're giving up Thor before he ends up making a lot of money. And he has injury issues. So it does make sense. Now, of course, if you're going to bring Kluber in, you would want Thor there. But when you have DeGrom and Wheeler, hopefully they bring Wheeler back or whatever. Uh, it, it makes sense. It's just like... We see things in a vacuum, right? You think you want all of your talent uh, on your team, and I can see why they're doing it. Again, I would not trade Syndergaard. I think they're nuts for it. Uh, you see Bader's uh, 2500 Gucci jacket on MLB, the New York one, the NY? I did. He's a bro, dude. He's a, he's a total bro. He's a, he's a damn bro. Uh, extending Bader so soon worries me, unless it's super cost-efficient, and it will be a B. Uh, Zolowski. I read in a tweet that Santana is going to see. I read in a tweet that Santana. Okay, so I heard that too. I heard that that guy who slid into my DMs told me that. That's interesting. God damn it, this is really interesting. All right, um, hold on. I forgot what we were talking about. Why aren't we talking about signing Bartolo Colon? Yeah, why aren't we talking about signing Bartolo Colon to play third base for the St. Louis Cardinals? Why aren't we talking about that? I would love to know. I'll get you a red cap and a speedo. Uh, real fast, uh, I want to say to Cardinals Gifts, who has to deal with me being me, to you, I love you. Conrad in a bunch of numbers says we got to get Kyle a widescreen for Christmas. Jerry DePoto actually going to F around and sign Harper. Look, you guys know where I stand on this. I'm going to say it right here. I think Jerry DePoto is going to sign a starting pitcher, whether it be Corbin or Keichel, and he's going to either bring in Machado, I think it's going to be Machado, or Harper. And I don't think that everyone really realizes that this guy isn't going full sell. He's going full reimagine. And he's just fucking around because he's the best. I need a 12-hour pad episode one of these days. Maybe for our one-year anniversary, we'll do a 12-hour prospects after dark. Can you fucking imagine what kind of a disaster that'd be? On one hand, he's kind of a terrible person. On the other hand, he's Bartello Cologne. <laughs> yeah, that's that's it. M-I-Z-Z-O-U. Uh, Kyle, do you use the... Geriatric giant font on your phone. I do not, but I do use the bold. I uh, do. They trade Nelson Cruz too. Uh, Nelson's a free agent. Reimagining is greater than rebuilding. I agree. When we make any moves before winter meetings, they'll make a one or two, but they'll be minor moves. That's my guess. Uh, by the way, as Gene Segura goes to Philadelphia, poor Moore's out and poor Mo's algorithm is probably crying. Mo's wanted Gene Segura so bad, and I get it. Uh, here you go, Kyle from Eric Thomas. Gives me the little uh, thing that Sherlock Holmes uses or detectives. 
that I can't think of right now. Uh, DePoto absolutely has a stock of uh, quaaludes like those guys from Wolf on Wall Street. By the way, people don't realize this, but Jerry DePoto does uh, a podcast called The Wheelhouse. And he's candid on that thing. Now, his last episode was October 3rd. And it's worth listening to. They have like 37 episodes. I love it. It's worth listening to. Still third in NL Central, maybe. A magnifying glass. Thank you. I wanted him to, damn it. Uh, Kelly and Fowler for Seeger and Cash. I wouldn't make that trade. Uh, and Mo is a mobster. I'm, that'd be really great. Uh, Fro Machado to see makes way too much sense. I'm telling you. I think you probably meant to say bro. Uh, the Cardinals realistically only have three options to not fail this offseason. Harper, Machado, and Goldie. That's where I'm at, too. Cardinals make me want to die. Uh, being alive makes me want to die. You cool with Jerko being the starting third baseman if a big bat like Goldie or Harper? No. So here's the thing, right? If, if the Cardinals get Goldie, then your third baseman is fucking uh, Carpenter. It's, it won't be Jerko, but I will say that I think that a good manager would realize that if you get Bryce Harper and Matt Carpenter stays at first, that some combination of Jerko, a healthy Jerko, when healthy Jerko is streaking like he's capable of, and Jairo Munoz at third is your best option internally moving forward until other options present themselves. Uh, thoughts on the aggro crack from Alex Crisofulli, who is my favorite human being on all the earth, and I mean that. I wish I could be half the man that Alex is. The only person that I like more that I don't really know, uh, well, the only, he's the person that I like more than anyone I don't really know, uh, but the only person I can think of off the top of my head that I love more than Alex is my brother Michael. Uh, uh, I don't know what that is. I'm sorry. Machado under the radar pickup. What's the deal look like? I'll say seven years with two buyout, two option years, and three and five. At 225. Uh, did the Dodgers deplete their farm system with Machano trade? They did not. They still have a lot of really good players. The Dodgers have done incredibly well um, on the international market. We're an hour and 40 minutes into this. What the hell am I doing? Alex, come get come get your boy. Oh, boy. What am I doing here? All right. So here's the thing. Oh, we got a request here. All right, so uh, how would you grade Montero's power? I don't care about potential power. Raw power means nothing to me. I like to talk about it, but if you're going to grade raw power, there's nothing more pointless. His in-game power is good. He is a guy who has a potential to hit 30 home runs, but you're talking about a 20 to 25 guy. Look, the best way for me to describe a Larry... A Lear-us Montero is to say he's a 20 to 25 Ellen Craig type hitter. Uh, did I miss the singing... It's not unusual to be loved by anyone. Doo -doo -doo -doo. It's not unusual to have fun with anyone. Alex French says, hi, Squints. How are you? Machado to Seattle equals him playing with himself. Yeah, sure. I'll play with myself. What are we talking about? Oh, my God. Uh, I'd love to see O'Neal full season, though. So would I. Uh, Segura to Philly has been agreed to in principle from D. Harris Auto. Good for the Philadelphia Phillies. Uh, that's a great move for them. Uh, that's a step in the right direction. Uh, there was a song I was supposed to sing, and now I don't remember what it was. Uh, I'm jealous as a St. Louis Cardinal fan. I'll be anxious to see what that deal is. Uh, I haven't seen it, so somebody's going to have to tell me. Let's see the high school photo again. I don't have it. Uh, makes the no, not one, not two, but three songs on pad. Uh, we are truly blessed. Well, look like I have to be a Phillies fan now from Graham. Seamart and O'Neal for Thor. I wouldn't do Seamart for Thor straight up. Philly's still going to falter in the second half. Probably intern Matt. They've got a terrible manager who everyone overrates for some reason I don't understand. 
When it's cold outside, I've got the month of May. I guess you say, what can make me feel this way? My girl, my girl, my girl, talking about my girl, my girl. Uh, what's your ace for 2019? The Cardinals don't have an ace. There's only like five aces in Major League Baseball. Uh, maybe, maybe five. Who's my number one? Seamart. Uh, and if not Seamart, then Jack Flaherty. And if not Jack Flaherty, then Cy Michaelis. Uh, that's the wrong song from Nick04. It's okay. Now, uh, uh, what do you want me to sing, Nick? Uh, underscore 04, underscore, underscore. Okay, I guess it's time for bed. O'Neal, Matt Adams, boxing match. Who you got? O'Neal. O'Neal, fuck a motherfucker up. Will Green turn it around in the Royal System? I hope so, B-Love. And congratulations on getting some this weekend in the Prospects After Dark t-shirt. Uh, it's really all that matters. I hope so, though. Yeah, no ace, but I meant first in rotation. We'll see who makes it out of spring training healthy. I hope it's Seamart. Sing Ocean Man. I don't know what Ocean Man is. I'm embarrassed. But Nick gets the next guy. What happened between uh, Giolito being top pitching prospect and current Giolito? Alex Duns. That's a gr I hope they extend Mike Maddox's contract next season. I don't care about that at all. Uh, we'll see where it all goes. So let me, let's talk about Lucas Giolito for a second. Uh, Carp is leadoff or will they continue to try to hit him? Uh, I would ex unless something weird happens and they get a guy who can hit leadoff, I would expect Carpenter to continue to hit leadoff. So OU Bama over under is 95. What you got? I'll take the under. Uh, oh, Billy Ocean. I like a little Billy Ocean. Holy crap. I just got lost. Uh, Giolito. Oh. So here's the thing about Lucas Giolito, right? In high school, he was really good. And then when he entered the Nationals organization, he was really good. And then the Nationals thought, oh, wait, we see a way to make his mechanics better. So the Nationals fucked with his mechanics. And you know what? It made him bad. It made him ineffective. And then when he was traded to the White Sox, the White Sox tried to fix his mechanics. So now he's all fucked up because he has two different organizations trying to fuck with his mechanics. And uh, he's all fucked up because of it. And he's trying to get that shit scored away. And the White Sox have been like, no, dude, just pitch like you did when you were 18 years old. And he's struggling with it. And that's what's happening. Uh, would you sign 2004 Adam Dunn? I like home runs. Uh, sing song, uh, Marvin Gaye. Uh, I've been really trying, babe. Trying to hold back those feelings for so long. And if you feel like I feel, baby, come on. Woo! Let's get it on. Oh, let's get it on. I won't call us Rodan. Yeah, me too. Uh, Giolito Flaherty. And who was the third? It was Max Fried. Uh... I've been really trying, baby. <laughs> oh, that's bad. Kyle, please stop. I don't want my girlfriend to leave me. <laughs> She's going to leave you because you got this shit on. Uh, I'll be first in line to buy the vinyl edition of Pat, the official soundtrack. <laughs> I am bleeding from my ears. Me too. How often is this show on? It's like once a week. Uh, usually Sundays now. The numbers are ticking down as I... And if you feel like I feel, baby, come on. Woo! I was once told that I sang that Paranoia in Beef Major pretty well from, uh, Stu got a sample some, that's right, yeah, from, uh, uh, the Abbott Brothers that I keep telling myself that it'll be fine. You can't make everybody happy all of the time. Uh, please give us a pad soundtrack, third string choir, <laughs> sing that shit. Uh, 
And I found myself in a place that I've never been A place that I thought that I would never be There's people looking back at me If Machado signs, I'll give myself an anima A coffee anima You gotta give yourself an avocado juice anima If Machado signs with the Cardinals And I found myself in a place that I've never been A place that I thought that I would never be uh, Whitney Houston, go! <laughs> I can't even do Whitney Houston. Uh, this is pretty sweet. Uh, the avocado juice enema episode. Write it down, Cardinals Gifts. Please learn the harmonica. Uh, we need a banjo. And we have free play Freebird. Maggie says play Freebird. The shower doesn't let Kyle sing anymore. Hey, whoa, 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 whoa. Uh, Kyle, who is the sexiest baseball player in history? Uh, Satchel Paige. <laughs> uh, besides the singing, uh, this is better than Garth tonight. Uh, Jesus. Uh, uh what's it? Um, fuck that Garth Brooks. Uh, this is the highlight of my weekend from B-Love, and B-Love got some... Some nene. Uh, what am I watching from Andrew Tomei? We were friends a little while ago, Andrew, I promise you. Uh, and I found myself in a place that I've never been. A place that I felt that could never be. Off the rails? Yeah, this is completely off the rails. It's, uh, people looking back at me. Uh, so, <laughs> anyways, does anyone have anything else? This is what happens when we go for an hour and 48 minutes. Uh, the, the, to my pad people, to the birds on the black people, I've got no more boo, so here we go. <laughs> Packers and Blues lost and Cardinals are cheap as fuck, fuck my life. Nickelback, go, I've got nothing. Uh, hear me out, trade the Memphis Redbirds for Mike Trout, I love it, do it. Alright, so I don't have anything else to say. I just made my last cheers. I've been singing like an asshole. How likely are the Cardinals, uh, how likely is it that the Cardinals don't do much with the offseason but go crazy upgrade bullpen from Adam Blackburn? I don't think they upgrade the bullpen, and I think if we're talking about them not doing much, I think that applies to the bullpen too. Uh, totally should keep going. Uh, life tip, wear your pad shirt to the bar. Great combo starter. Uh, Kyle, this makes my Sunday. Super appreciate, uh, appreciative to you and guards gifts. Me too, buddy. Blues are undefeated on Fridays. Hashtag success. Uh, and I found myself in a place that I've never been. A place that I thought that I would never be. People looking back at me. Kyle, due to your writing prowess, can you proof my report for me? No, I'm the last person you want to do that, J. Frank the Tank. I wish I was a good writer, but I'm a terrible writer. I uh, think you, uh, surly singing sober Kyle, impressed by your wide song knowledge. Uh, I keep having this dream. I'm at a party. There's people throwing drinks and screaming, telling me that I don't belong. Lately life's been the same, I find this comfortable place with all my friends and then my friends start telling me that I've always been wrong, I'm so tired of being wrong. Uh, can anyone else stab Bob Nightingale? Dude sucks. Alright, so I've got nothing else to do, I'm just talking about, uh, uh, nonsense here. Uh, I thought the Blues were gonna get Quinville, I hope that that still happens. 
Uh, Matt, hey, Matt, True Blood. Hey, buddy, how are you? Welcome to our little shit show. I'm so sorry. Uh, you are a true professional, and here you are dealing with this nonsense. I'm so sorry. Uh, I need Drunk Kyle and Sober Kyle to get a pocket full. <laughs> uh, MLB should have a salary cap. That's a terrible idea. We need a sing-along night. I'd pay for that. Can we please sign someone so winter warm-up doesn't suck? Yeah, I'll tell you what. It'd be fun to be posted about winter warm-up, and the Cardinals haven't done anything. Uh, everyone can thank Nelly for the live performance. That was my favorite little John song. Yeah, the Everton are my favorite band, so this is definitely a matchup of my favorite things. That's cool. Uh, imagine aliens getting ready to conquer Earth, and they run into this stream. They pass it up, right? <laughs> yeah, I'm just I'm here as the alien deterrent. If the Russians came across this stream, do you think that they'd occupy America? Uh, uh, uh. No, they wouldn't. They'd say, holy fuck, the Americans have lost their minds. Uh, why is this a terrible idea? The three other leagues have them. Uh, it's a terrible idea because baseball would fuck it up. If there's one thing I feel confident about is that any time that there's a logical explanation to something, Major League Baseball would mess it up. And uh, that's all I have. So, uh, if you watch this, as you know, you're part of the resistance. The resistance. Uh, I appreciate everyone being here. I'm sorry for going on for an hour and 51 minutes. I don't know what happened in the last 50 minutes. I've been singing like a moron. Uh, so here's the thing. Next Sunday, we're going to have our one-year anniversary of Prospects After Dark. I want you and Danny Mac to have a show, get drunk, swap stories. Uh, I have nothing to say. Uh, tune in next week. It'll either be next Sunday or next Monday night. And we'll do the one-year anniversary of Prospects After Dark. I think we're planning on giving away some stuff. Uh, we'll see where it goes. Uh, I can't tell you. Thanks, Kyle. No apologies from Alex French. I agree. Uh, as we get down here at the last couple minutes of our two-hour broadcast, I want to thank everyone again for being involved for the last year. This show has gone from having like 830 people to having like 7,000 views on a regular night. Uh, that's because of you guys. Again, I'm just the custodian of Prospects After Dark. You guys make this possible. Um, I'm sorry for being super salty at the beginning of this. Uh, I was in a bad emotional place. You guys put me in a good emotional place. I appreciate that. Uh, so for everybody at Prospects After Dark, everybody at Birds on the Black, go to Birds on the Black. I wrote seven articles or eight articles about all the positions in the Cardinals organization with podcasts in which I sing. Uh, I love each and every one of you, including you, Matthew Trueblood. Thank you for being here, man. It was a pleasure. Uh, for everybody at Prospects After Dark, if you watch us, you are part of the resistance. And uh, as always, fam, happy hunting.